addicted to which we rich. Off the rip, off the rip. I gamble on my life, I'm cashing in my trips. I put a 30 or a 50 in a clip. So that's a dick or a titty on that bitch. Yo, what is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Off the Rip podcast. Thank you all for tuning in once again. And for the new listeners, I'm glad you guys showed up. On this show, we usually talk about current events or what's going on in the world. Later on in the show, we do uh, do a deep dive into some other topics that we find interesting or just fucking rattle our minds. Uh, we aren't a, we aren't a huge show, so if you guys would please tell other people about us, I know I would greatly appreciate it as well as Mike. And then, uh, last but not least, please po- follow the podcast Instagram. And now that uh, basically all the housekeeping is done, I'll introduce my co-host, Mike. What is up, guys? Back again. Another week of podness. I know you guys have fucking missed us, the loyals. I kind of like that. <laughs> but yeah, like D said, we're going to just dive right into some fucking current events. And then we got some other shit lined up for you. We have a little segment that I think would be kind of, I thought would have been kind of funny. I got some inspiration from like TikTok. I saw these other fuckers doing. I was like, I'm going to fucking steal that idea. <laughs> I'm going to steal. <laughs> so what they did is basically... They're going to just name celebrities and then me and D are going to decide whether we think they're actually fucking talented, like have talent, or if they low-key just like got lucky based off of, I don't know, a trait that they had such as like looks or just literally perfect fucking timing, right place, right time. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to go into uh, D giving some of the insight. I'll let well, When we get to that point, I'll let D explain it further. But the topic is mainly giving up social media. And then we're going to round it out and end it with, uh, we had this weird uh epiphany where it's low-key true though where people identify themselves based off their race before any other trait and i know this isn't like all cases but i'd say for the most part this is pretty accurate at least for i guess a minority viewpoint like me and d yeah i would say the same but like mike said we're gonna go into those later on and uh we'll do a deep dive on that shit so hopefully you guys are ready hopefully your minds are ready to be melted uh (laughs) melted yeah bro i want them in puddles just spewing out the ears (laughs) But yeah, you want me to just start off with some current events? Yeah, current events. Let's roll. All right. So the the first one that I saw, okay, take this with a grain of salt. I saw it on a fucking meme page, but it seems kind of legit, right? Like, tell me this isn't low-key fucking genius. So apparently that Super Bowl streaker for like this last this last Super Bowl that just happened, um, he was a Las Vegas local, and he placed a $50,000 bet that there would be a streaker during the Super Bowl, and he was the one that ran on the field himself to guarantee that the bet hit. <laughs> and then he ended up cashing out with three hundred and seventy four thousand dollars and only a five thousand dollar like fee from like streaking on the damn. Field. So that's about like three hundred thousand dollar fucking profit. Tell me that's not the most genius shit that's you've ever fucking, fucking smart, heard, bro. <laughs> he profited. He probably won't be able to ever go to a Super Bowl ever again. Don't need to, bro. Fuck. But the, yeah, like, I'd be dude. That's, that's three, a shitload of money. Yeah, that's like three years not, of work, bro. That he just yeah. saved himself. You're like you're not set for life with that amount, but. Bro, you can do a fuck ton with 300 Gs. Honestly, just go find somebody who's a good investor. Fucking put in half of that money into investing. The other half, do some other shit with it. Whatever you want to do. Honestly, it's up to this guy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you could definitely push yourself forward at least 10, 15 years with that amount of money. Yeah, bro, for sure. I don't know. I thought that was just like crazy. Like, that's fucking genius, bro. That's smart. That's next level thinking. Now, like, I, Is, is I that think- like illegal, though? Like in gambling? Like, it's not, right? It's like... The bet is there's going to be a streaker at the Super Bowl. It doesn't have, it doesn't yeah. say like it can't be the fucking better. Like there's no clause in that. Yeah. So I'd say it's all perfectly valid. I think so too. Bro, just thinking of like those little tiny bets that they have on the Super Bowl that are like crazy odds. Like 
bro, if I was friends with like the dude that like makes the Gatorade and shit like that, I would totally be like, bro, what's the color of the fucking Gatorade? Tell right? me now. Like that'd be a simple, like there's no way you'd get caught telling your homie that shit. I'd be like, what's the color of the Gatorade that you're going to pour on fucking Andy Reid if you win? And he's like, oh, dude, it's, uh, I can't. I'd be like, bro, it's a color. Like, come on. There's it. so many people, bro, especially because I would be the one to, <laughs> like, if it was me, I would definitely spill the beans. I'd be like, mom, dad, here's, put 15 grand on this fucking color. I'm letting you know that day. <laughs> I'll fucking text you in the middle of the game. I would just die if I was like, all right. Bud, you know, my all my fam, like, put all your whole life savings on this shit. The color's fucking purple. And then, like, as they're carrying out the purple Gatorade out, they drop it, and they're like, oh, fuck, we got to remake the Gatorade. We're out of purple. Let's do red. I'd be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I would be, I'd be like, no, I'll go to the store. I'll go get some fucking grape. <laughs> I'll go, I'll go get store. some grape Kool-Aid. We'll f- I'll fucking make that shit right now. Oh, shit. But I don't know. I just had to bring that up because I thought it was fucking genius. That is so smart. Another thing, too, is did you see the Clippers are completely rebranding themselves? So, like, new logo, new jerseys, like, new new everything? Fuck. Before they rebrand, they need to fucking get some people in there that'll make the team look good. I agree. <laughs> but off the rip, I think... <laughs> off the rip. But <laughs> the Clippers logo has always been pretty shit to me. Roll credits. Like, I don't think it's that good. Yeah. I don't really even know what it is. It's just a basketball with a L.A. in there. Bro, the new Clippers logo is actually worse. It's, like, more dog shit. How? It doesn't like like the other one was at least kind of cool because you could see the LA and like the C. Yeah, it was like okay, you can see parts of like the team name in the basketball. I was like okay, like it's still the shittiest one of the shittiest logos in the NBA, but it still had like some like character to it. Now it's just some like weird ass fucking symbol I can't make out in a circle. It looks like ass, bro. It looks like like actual shit. But that's my opinion. I'll let y'all look up the whole logo if you want to check it out, and if you agree with me, cool. But if not, like. I don't know how that shit's ass. Yeah. But I feel like for the most part, like logos in the NBA aren't that like good. No, the only good one is the Bulls. The that, Bulls logo the, is the best logo. Yeah, I agree. The Bulls one is just like clean. It's yeah. the team, a bull, Red Bull plastered on there. Cause even like the Celtics is like some fucking Irish dude spinning the ball on his finger with the top hat and like it looks funny. It looks corny. Yeah. And then the Lakers is. What the fuck is it? Just a Laker. gold ball? It literally is just like a golden ball with the word Lakers written across it. It's very... A two-year-old could have came up with that shit. Even the Nuggets, it's just what, our mountains? So at least there's some character behind it, but it's still like... It's like the mountains with the pickaxe and other thing in there to symbolize mining. Yeah, it's fucking... And the Warriors is like ass, bro. Has the Golden Gate Bridge, but it's like... I don't know. I feel like the NFL, in terms of logos, shits on the NBA in terms oh, of logos. Oh, for sure. Like, straight up. It's like, like would you rather be wearing <laughs> NFL merch or NBA merch? I don't know about you, but I see fuckers rocking uh, NFL jerseys every day. Yeah, bro. They're fucking way In season, time. out of season, don't matter when. And I, I like the, like, kind of oversized fit of NFL jerseys more than, like, the super fucking tight, like, NBA jersey. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, I'd rather, I don't know, it's more freeing to me. I feel like it just looks cooler, too. Yeah, for sure. Like, it actually rolls with your fit a lot better than, like, a different type of uh, jersey would. Yeah. Like, hockey jerseys, fucking dope. They look sick as fuck. They're kind of like the same thing as the NFL jerseys. They do look pretty tight. I, Dude, I don't think I'm, I don't think I've ever legitimately, bro, straight up, no bullshit, I've never fucking even watched a hockey game in full. Really? In my life. Not on TV, not in real life. I've never fucking watched that shit in my life. Damn. I've seen, like, clips of, like... The only time I really, like, was, like, trying to find hockey and look into it is when that dude got his fucking throat sliced. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> By the fucking thing, because I was trying to find the vid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But other than that, bro, I don't watch fucking hockey straight up. Hockey's a cool sport, man. I'm not even going to lie. I've watched more soccer than I've watched hockey. Like the FIFA World Cup. And I've never watched one soccer game to completion ever. The only reason I watched it is because my my buddy Johnny, shout out Johnny, he's a fucking super hardcore like fucking soccer fan. Because he's like straight from fucking Mexico. So he he fucking lives and breathes that shit, even plays it. So when I would go and hang out, he was like, yo, bro, these fucking soccer games are leading up. And he like kind of got me into it for a little bit. I was like, oh, shit. Okay, I want to see Messi win this shit. And that's the year that he ended up winning it. So I was like, okay. It was a good time to watch when I did. Yeah. But yeah, bro. Clippers logo, McAss. McAss. Cheddar cheese. (laughs) Next thing in current events I saw. So apparently Vin Diesel has confirmed that the next Fast and Furious movie is going to be the finale. I know he's fucking said this like four fucking times. Isn't it part two of the fucking part? Isn't it part two of uh, the 10 movie? Yeah, it's like Fast X part two. Yes. All I'm saying is Dom better fucking die in the finale. I hope. He has to die. Like, that's the only way the finale will be like, I'll go watch. Like, if, (laughs) if if I catch wind or hear some word like, yo, Dom fucking dies in this one. I'm going to go and fucking... But then you can't even fucking believe it because fucking the Chinese fucker, he also fucking died in it. Han. Oh, yeah, and they brought him back. And they brought him fucking back from the dead, bruh. So with with our fucking luck, Dom would get literally... He would literally get nuked to fucking (laughs) die. And then the next movie, we'd just see him walking out of the fucking atomic blast. (laughs) And then I'd be like, all right, I will never fucking watch another Fast and Furious movie ever again. It's just becoming war movies at this point. Yeah. (laughs) They're not even about cars anymore. (laughs) <laughs> I just like always see clips of like a fucking tank fucking going as fast as a Bugatti and then it's in space. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck is even happening anymore. I mean, you always bring this up, but the moment I saw that fucker destroy an entire parking garage by stomping <laughs> his foot is the day I was like, all right, the fucking he needs to jump ship and just go to like the MCU because <laughs> this fucker does more for the MCU than Hulk since ever since Hulk turned into smart Hulk, Dom would low key be more of an asset. Straight fucking <laughs> so, up. Would be more of an asset. <laughs> but this this uh, brings up a question. What was the last Fury and Fast and Furious movie when you like just stopped watching the series? Like, how far did you get? I okay, because I did watch ten part one. Oh, you did. But I don't know if I actually like watched the ones beforehand, like nine or eight. I definitely didn't see. I don't really even remember them by the number anymore. I just kind of remember the plot a little bit, yeah, a little bit, and then I kind of go off of that. I'm trying to think. The last one that I watched because I've seen, you know, one, two, obviously Tokyo Drift, you know, four, Fast Five is the goat. That's the best one that they ever did. Is that the one where they steal the money? Yeah, that's the one where they steal the safe in the Rock in Rio, and that's the first. And that's the first one where they brought the Rock before. then The Rock started getting cringe in it. But like when they first brought in Hobbs, he was like, holy shit, The Rock. It was like yeah. kind of badass. But now it's like cringe. But then I watched I, I watched 6, the one where Brian fucking dies. And then I, no, I'm pretty sure 7's the one where it's like Dom has that fucking kid and then that chick has him stolen. So then they fight Dom. Oh, yeah, yeah, That yeah. one's all right. Because John Cena fucking comes in on like eight or nine. Yeah, that's when I stopped. That's when he's the main villain. And then he's yeah. like... The first one where on John him. Cena was in it and they're like, oh, this is Dom's long lost fucking brother. I was like, all right, this is some poor shit. Because <laughs> Dom's all about fucking family. Everyone gets a fucking Corona at my barbecue, but we don't even know about this fucking actual blood brother. 
he's giving fucking these crackheads coronas and invites to his barbecue, but not his own fucking blood. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. like, you're not really about that fucking life, dog. <laughs> Fuck you. Not really. You're not. You're not even about your fucking real fam. So that's when I lost some fucking credibility. So seven is when I stopped. So, but like I said, Dom fucking dies in it, bro. I'll go and watch just to see the end of that legacy. Damn, I hope to God they fucking finish. Just call it quits. This is good. This has been a lot. Appreciate y'all. It'd be sad too. Like they killed Dom off and then all the other ones there. Cause he is like the core of like the whole fucking family. He's the whole only reason why it still works a little bit. Right. So I, I just want to see him like, they got to do it in a cool way. Like they can't just kill him off like dumb. Also, one thing I noticed in this last one, in the 10 one, the kid's got nap. He's got nappy hair. So he's black. How the fuck is Dominic Toretto's fucking child black? I don't even know. They We might have missed something in one of the movies where he like fucking cheated in Rio <laughs> or some shit. Bro, that's what I'm saying though is I'm like, come on, man. We got to make the story at least fucking look right. This kid's got to be a brown little kid. Just a brown little kid. They got to stop sourcing the actors from WWE, bro. The Rock was good enough. We don't need fucking John Cena. I love John Cena, bro. I love him to death. But I don't really fuck with like his movies. Oh yeah, there's only a few that I do do like. Which ones? I think one's called The Marine. The other one's called. Uh, it's like one where they capture his wife, and uh, he has to play like this fucking game. Otherwise, like they kill his wife. Oh okay. And I he think ends I've up heard beating, of that. Yeah, and he ends up beating the game, and then. Yeah, it's it's a whole weird thing. But then after that, those are the only two. So he has some good ones. Yeah, there's a, probably a couple in there. I know gems. he's Peacemaker. He's that one superhero. But I haven't watched any of the Peacemaker stuff. Oh yeah, I know. I know a lot of people are really big like fans of it, but I don't know. The only like funny like type of superhero that I really fuck with is Deadpool. Yeah, he's actually he's OG though. He's the one that pioneered the way for all these other fuckers to do it. Yeah, bro, Deadpool's badass. Somebody had to take the leap on Deadpool. Ryan Gosling did it. Was it Gosling? Oh, I mean Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds, Reynolds, yeah. Fuck, bro. I always get those fuckers confused. <laughs> Everybody Just does, call bro. yourself something else, man. Don't you not <laughs> change your name from Ryan. I my favorite version of Deadpool, and I don't know if me and you have said this on the pod before, is the X-Men Origins Wolverine Deadpool, bro. Oh, the one where his mouth is sh- where sewn shut. His mouth shut? is sewn shut and his fucking blades are fucking gigant. They touch the fucking ground. And he has every single power of every mutant. He's fucking cracked, bro. Yeah. That's OP as shit. Okay. On to the next thing. I know me and you didn't experience this, but that AT&T outage that happened like this past like week. Yeah. I thought it was funny how me and you didn't experience it because we're in the Valley and our, our main thought process behind that was no one gives a fuck about the Valley. So why would they like, I guess, cyber attack it like they're claiming they did. So I had service that whole fucking week. I didn't, I didn't yeah. see no outage. But Same. did you see the? They offered five dollars in credits for that whole like two day outage. Oh really? That's yeah. it? Five little bucks, bro. And they said that's like the cost of like a full day of service. How, bro? Fucking monthly bills? I see are like fucking three hundred. It's like two hundred and some. I get it. It's like the phone payment is the majority of it, but like, is it really that fucking cheap? But what if I own my phone? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. What if I own? Like, what if everybody in my plan owns my phone? Yeah, then you're just paying that. I would just say, like, whatever percentage it is per each plan is what we need to take off. Yeah, I don't... Honestly, bro, whenever they... Whenever big-ass companies do, like, oh, we'll give you, like, a $5, like, credit, like, just keep your fucking money, you greedy fucks. Yeah. Like, five bucks is, like, a disgrace. 
it's like more fucking trial and error. Or like it's basically it's like it's more work for you to try and pay the five dollars than it would be for you to fucking just keep it. Just keep it. And honestly, it fucks with me because I knew my bills were gonna be two forty every fucking month. You know. Yeah. Now you're taking fucking five bucks off. Now I got to change the fucking auto pay. Blah, blah, nah. Just fucking keep it. Fuck, bro. And even then, like five dollars a day is kind of a lot. That's like fucking one hundred and fifty bucks a month. Yeah. I don't remember the fucking AT and T bills being that crazy. Again, I don't pay that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I do think I do think it. like the one for my family where we have like my parents' phones, my phone, Ace's, or no, Chloe's phone. So there's four phones. It's like two forty. Damn. Yeah, it's expensive. Okay, that makes a little sense then. On to the next news event. <laughs> You're gonna laugh at this one. So Balenciaga is now selling $2,000 bags of chips. Are they fucking made out of Jesus Christ himself? What's going on with these chips? There's not even chips in them. There's just the bags. (laughs) It's just a bag. It's like a chip bag that says Balenciaga on it for fucking two Gs. That's fucking stupid. But that's the thing. Like, this is not the first dumb fucking item that they've sold for like three Gs. There must be a market for this if they're still selling them. Like... Some fuckers are buying this shit. Some rich fucker is like, "Oh, dude, I'm dude." The new fucking Balenciaga chip bag came out. Like, <laughs> we do, we don't understand like that like next level of fucking rich culture where it's like, I live on fucking Rodeo Drive. Like, I'm fucking rich, rich. Like, oh, the new Balenciaga chip bag, bro. I gotta get that shit for my fucking dorm. Like, <laughs> yeah, because there's like in between. Yeah, fuck. There's in betweens. I feel like with rich culture. Because it's like, you get to like middle class, which is just kind of like, you're doing okay, you have a nicer house, you drive a nicer car than everybody else. Then you move into like lower grade wealthy, and those people wear like a little bit nicer clothes, bigger house usually, nicer cars, they drive the Beamers, the BMW, whatever. Then you get into that wealthy, that super wealthy class that you're talking about. That get like Balenciaga bag dumb shit. Where they get into the Balenciaga and all that shit, and then you get to the ultra fucking wealthy. where and those they, are the ones that wear shit. Those are the ones that like, that's like Zuck. Yeah. And, and they Elon. dress like ass. They dress like, they get their shit from Walmart. Somebody was like trying to tell, tell, uh, like I saw some post on, uh, Instagram a while back, but they were trying to convince me that Zuck buys designer fucking t-shirts. And then he even commented underneath the post. It was like, he's like, I definitely do just order my shirts from Amazon. And then he added Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Nah, bro. If I'm if I'm as rich as like Zuck and Jeff Bezos, I'm not gonna be modest and fucking wear Amazon shirts, bro. I'm gonna I'm gonna be buying fucking Balenciaga chip bags. I'm literally I'm gonna be bougie. Like if I'm that fucking rich, bro, I'm not ever gonna spend all that fucking money. I wonder what they like actually spend their money on. Just more companies. To them, it's just like to kick ass and yep. just be a big ass fucking corporation. Like they have everything, bro. They already got the fucking mega yacht, the billion dollar mega yacht. They have fucking 30 houses. They have every fucking car known to man. It's like, yeah, maybe I will buy that fucking Balenciaga, Balenciaga fucking chip bag. I would buy that chip bag, buy Doritos and then pour my Doritos into the Balenciaga chip bag oh, <laughs> and watch movies with my fucking just two, bro. Because like I'm fucking rich. Now nah, let's be real. I'm not even eating chips. If I'm that rich, I'm having like, the best chef in the entire world fucking cook me shit. Handcraft me meals. Dude. Bro, imagine being fucking rich like that. would be crazy. But even then, like, yeah. I don't know what the hell you'd spend it on. 
It's just funny that Balenciaga makes like dumb shit like that and people buy it. Well, just like Supreme and the fucking hammers, they were just slapping that logo on anything and selling it for thousands of dollars. <laughs> and I was like, this is so fucking stupid. I remember being 13 and looking at that and being like, yeah, that's dumb. I could never spend my money on that. <laughs> when I was little, I low-key thought Supreme was dope as fuck. I still do low-key. Like, like if I had like a, obviously I will never spend that much for it unless I was like rich like that. But when I was little, I thought like a black fucking Supreme hoodie with just the fucking black block logo looked fucking so cold. But just, I liked it more mainly because I saw like YouTubers and shit where and I was like, damn, that shit must be fire. Damn. <laughs> All right. On to the, uh, oh, bro. So KFC, I know you probably haven't seen this, but they added a new chicken pizza and it's called the Ch- the Chizza to like all of the menus internationally. We should go fucking try it straight up. I've been seeing so many reviews where people are like, oh, let's try this shit. It's going to be so ass. And they're getting blown away. They're like, holy shit. This is like probably the best thing on the fucking KFC menu. They're saying it tastes like straight up like a chicken parm, <clears throat> like a good high quality fucking juicy chicken parm. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. But it's basically, it's the fried chicken, like thigh, boneless, like a juicy fucking like bottom layer, and then marinara sauce, and then a shitload of mozzarella cheese, and then pepperonis on top. Bro. Yeah, it pretty much, yeah, I, okay, I can see what he's talking about. It's, this is like a, uh, what is, what do you call like it? Chicken, chicken parm. parm. It yeah. looked, it looked fucking gas, I'm not gonna lie. I saw the dude eating it, and my mouth was fucking watering straight up. <laughs> So I'm definitely <laughs> got to try that shit before it's fucking gone. Like, it's just so unique too. KFC always does do like the most whack shit. Like they did the double, like that donut fucking one with like the two donuts and the chicken. And then they did the one where it's literally the buns are just fucking chicken <laughs> patties. And then now they're doing the chizza. So it's like, it's, they always it's just crazy how they're bones or what? Yeah. It's like, they're always finding new ways to fucking turn chicken into something marketable. It's funny. Or even that little hot, when they did that little fucking Cheetos sandwich, I thought that shit was pretty gas, straight up. Yeah, I don't, I don't eat enough KFC to fucking distinguish from any of them, if I'm being <laughs> honest. <laughs> I low-key fuck with KFC, bro, straight up. I do like fried chicken a lot. Yeah. Popeye's is just the goat, though. Like, it always is just gonna be better. Yeah. But KFC just has, like, these little weird things where it's like, let me go fucking try a chizza. Let me go try a chizza. In other uh, fast food news, what up, my chizza? <laughs> in the, <laughs> in <laughs> that's fucking funny. Uh, in the next, in the <laughs> next few fucking months, in the next big news. So you know how Taco Bell does that thing where you do you vote back? Oh yeah, like an item. Yeah. So in the next few months, it's gonna be a the battle between the Mexamelt and the fucking caramel apple empanada. If you're listening to this fucking podcast and you fuck with Taco Bell at all, if you're a true fucking OG, you've had the caramel lamp, apple empanada, and it's not even a question of what you should fucking vote for. But if you haven't tried either, put all of your fucking votes on that caramel apple empanada. That is legitimately the best fast food fucking dessert ever created. It shits on the Cinnabon Delights, and I love the Cinnabon Delights. They're goaded. But that fucking caramel apple empanada is literally the fucking most delicious fast food Dessert. It shits on a fucking McDonald's pie. It shits on fucking Damn. anything. Obviously, nothing can touch just fast food ice cream. That's just the goat of all goats. You can't fuck with that. You can't beat a Blizzard. You can't beat a McFlurry. That's just unbeatable. Ice cream's too goaded. But for like a standalone, like non ice cream dessert, this it's literally the best it fucking gets. It's so fucking warm and gooey and caramelly and appley and fucking oh, dude, fire, 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 fire. 
But I just had to mention that you all better fucking vote for that when the time comes. Fuck the presidency. Don't vote for fucking Biden. Don't vote for Trump. Don't vote for Bobby fucking Kennedy. Vote for the fucking Caramelopoli Empanada. I love how you're calling him Bobby. (laughs) (laughs) His name is fucking Robert. Because every time I see him referenced on like Instagram and fucking other posts, they always call him Bobby Kennedy. Interesting. (laughs) Oh, that fucker's voice is too much, dog. (laughs) Sounds like he's just choking on a fucking cock <laughs> as he fucking speaks. <laughs> he sounds older than he actually is based off of that voice. I honestly think like if he didn't have that annoying ass fucking voice, his voter percentage would probably go up like fucking 30%. Like no bullshit, bro. <laughs> Straight fuck it up. Straight fuck it up. Like he'd probably get like another 8 million fucking votes in his favor if he just didn't have that annoying fucking cock mongled voice. <laughs> What a fucking guy. In other news, 10 years ago in February, Flappy Bird was removed from the Apple Store, bro. Damn. That's how old we are now, bro, that 10 years ago, Flappy Bird was removed. I remember being a little fucking goober when that shit got removed, and I was like, where's my Flappy Bird? And you can even ask D, I was fucking cracked as fuck at Flappy Bird. Like, I was one of those, like, most people were like, oh, what's your high score on Flappy Bird? It's really good. It's like 12, 20. No, I, dude, I have a fucking 40 high score. I was those motherfuckers that was like in the thousands. <laughs> like fucking around on Flappy Bird hitting the fucking thousands. If any of you guys want, I have an iPod Touch with flat, the original Flappy Bird on it. So if you guys want it, fuck, throw me an offer. Legit, bro, you can sell that shit on eBay for a fuck ton of money. I wish I just knew how to like put my new iCloud account onto the iPod. Because, like, it doesn't accept it. It's like, no, can't do that. It's like we can't go back in time, bro. Yeah. Damn. So, so is that iPod that you have it on, does it use the OG fucking charging cable where it's like a fucking square block and it's yeah. not the lightning cable? The other thing, too, is I have one, a nice one. So if you guys <laughs> want it, fucking throw me an offer. I'll fucking sell it to yeah, you. Yeah, I've seen these iPod. That shit's still, like, perfect condition. Like, there's not a crack not a- on it. Like, that shit was always in a fucking case. Like, it's actually, like, low-key a brand new fucking iPod with Flappy Bird. Yeah. That's what I mean, bro. You can sell that shit for probably, like, fucking 300 Damn. Well, if I ever get strapped for cash. Or unless somebody from the pod wants to fucking offer it to... Or shit, I might buy some. that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Just to play Flappy Bird? <laughs> no, I don't fuck with Flappy Bird that much. You gotta be a fucking diehard for sure. <laughs> All right. And then the last of the current news, I don't know if you saw this, but LeBron was asked if he would do a farewell tour or just like retire and dip, like um, like just straight up leave without a say, without yeah. like letting people know. <clears throat> and so there's, I just want to get your opinion on it, but in my opinion, there is no fucking shot LeBron wouldn't do a farewell tour, bruh. He literally, claim, he says that he doesn't have like an ego, but he literally has fucking chosen one yatted on his fucking back and he refers to himself as King James. And I'm not saying like that's bad, bro, but like he has that, he has that ego and it's well deserved. It's like a deserved fucking ego, but like he's always like trying to be like, I'm just not very good at like accepting praise, have never been my whole life. And it's like, motherfucker, we've been slurping your fucking balls since you were 18. Of course you're good at getting praise. That's all you've gotten. Yeah. For like years. So I don't know why he always dumbs that shit down. But basically all I'm getting at is he's definitely going to fucking want some praise and he's going to do that farewell tour to get some fucking. Yeah, definitely. Some hearts and shit. Uh, You know what I think makes me laugh, bro, is that he's like, I want to play with my sons. Bronny's fucking ass. Yeah. Have you watched him play fucking college basketball? Yeah. I don't know if they'll make it. 
he is garbage. He I think might like, he might make it solely because whatever team he goes to, they know LeBron will go to. So it's like they're getting a package deal. Wherever Bronny goes, LeBron will go. So it's like a free fucking all star. Damn. Mandy had to get a quick little sip in. For real. But I want to see him. He's been saying, like, I have to play with my sons before I retire. So he better do it at least, like, one season. All I know is that the Lakers really aren't that good. There's a huge stratification between the Lakers and the fucking Nuggets. And when I I don't mean just a little bit. I mean LeBron James, fucking Anthony Davis, multiple All-Stars, got swept last year and will probably get swept again this year when i say that there is a huge difference in one person's game of play and the other person's game of play bro the comparison is not even fucking real right now the nuggets are just cracked bro and i really don't hear about them too much like from like a media standpoint like i'm always still hearing about like you know what's curry doing what's lebron doing like they still focus on like the stars because Jokic just doesn't really feed into that media shit so they can't like glorify him yeah they'd be like okay did you hear so-and-so was talking shit he's like who (laughs) who oh really that dude only fucks with luca bruh huh Hmm. oh okay (laughs) that's all you would fucking get when in reality lebron would be like yeah i heard it blah 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 blah." (laughs) and i'd be fuck i'm like come on bron you're fucking too old bruh just fucking call it quits Bro, if LeBron, when LeBron does retire, if he just does a radio show where he tries to like sing rap songs, I will fucking, dude, I'll, I'll pay a fucking $120 a month subscription. What was that one clip that you fucking showed me and he just yelled out the fucking four words that he knew? He was in the locker room with like the other Lakers players and he's all, it was like in the middle of the fucking beat, like mid rap and he's all, gangsters move in silence. And then he realized he fucked up and he just bobbed his head. He's all, uh. Uh, but <laughs> fuck bro that shit's so funny and i was telling d about this i was like we have literally had the op like the just blessing to see every single one of lebron's fuck-ups because he's just been recorded since he was 18 <laughs> like it's impossible for him to fuck up and not be documented but the funny thing that and what i love about him fucking up in the singing videos is those are the times when he should have fucked up without anyone seeing because it's all him recording himself like for an Instagram story or for Snapchat, like there's no camera people around. He's just in his own private residence, <laughs> and he's fucking up these songs. Not my wife. That's literally how the fuck he sounds. If you I want any it. more proof, go on YouTube, type in LeBron singing <laughs> lyrics, and then there'll be fucking 18 different videos that pop up, and they're all LeBron being fucking an idiot, being I, like, "Dude, I love it." Somebody, and the song said, "I sat down." That's what it fucking said. I've seen every single one of those videos well over 500 times, and I will always watch them to completion anytime they pop up in any shape or form. Instagram, it pops up, I'm watching it. TikTok shows up, I'm watching it. Random fucking blog post with a little ad that will give me 30 viruses, but it says, click here to see LeBron <laughs> singing for five seconds. I'm clicking that shit, and I'm just taking the L and every virus on my fucking computer. I don't give a fuck. I'm watching every fucking LeBron singing vid till I die. <laughs> He's too funny, man. I love He's a it. fucking character. But that's all I had for current events. Did you have any current event that you wanted to bring up? The only one I had was going along with that AT&T uh, outage. Yeah. Uh, I only know this one because I am I work in the pharmacy. But there was a pharmacy outage, too. Remember I was telling you? Yeah, I remember you saying that. 
so uh, this company called Change Healthcare. Now, Change Healthcare is owned by Optum, and they got hacked. But Change Healthcare is like a an umbrella company for other smaller companies. So imagine just like the stratification there, like Optum, bigger umbrella, like the biggest umbrella. Right. Change, whatever the fuck it is. Because I have, it, my HSA is with Optum. Yeah. So it makes sense. Change Healthcare is like a smaller umbrella just underneath that Optum name. And then underneath them is a bunch of companies that are, that use whatever the fuck, the same system or whatever. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, they openly admitted that they were hacked. And so what happened was, is that in order to not put the rest of the server at risk, they had to shut it. They had to fucking just disassociate from the fucking main connection. So it caused like a bunch of things to go bad. So like where I work, uh, we use the system e- uh, EPS, which is like enterprise pharmacy systems or whatever, but it's owned by Change Health. So it ended up like causing us not to like receive electronic prescriptions, which is how most prescriptions are done nowadays. So the whole input wasn't able to like, we weren't able to receive data essentially so we had to do it old school like by a fucking fax machine <laughs> like let me fucking fax you something write it on a piece of paper landline to you and uh the whole reason i was asked like bringing this up was because i want to know why you think this along with the at&t thing happened they're testing our fucking vulnerabilities bruh but who is i don't fucking know all I know is a lot of fucking people are coming in from outside the country that are fucking military age males and they're not bringing their fucking wives and kids with them. And we're letting these fuckers in. Eventually they're going to do some fucking 9-11 type shit. Mark my word. Same way they fucking hijacked the fucking planes and that shit was all coordinated. There's about to be some fucking crazy ass shit going down. Some fucking mass fucking murders and attacks on us. Coming here real soon. Damn. <laughs> I'm glad you actually went that way because I also kind of went crazy like that too. And I think that they're personally because uh, not really that they actually got hacked. What I think it was, it was an intentional thing done by Optum and by the federal government to therefore expose like or not really expose, but just show like undermine that this technology technology that we've developed for so long is weak as fuck. Mm hmm. And okay, this all goes down to the election, right? How do most Republican people vote online? Well, not online, but like they go in person to the electronic ballot system. I think they're going to try and undermine the electronic ballot system to like therefore show that like Trump didn't win or somehow some shit's going to get fucked up in there. They're going to be like, nah, Trump fucked. He fucked with this shit. Like he hacked it. Like there's no way. And they're going to be like, it's shown like over time this has been able to happen. These other things, AT&T went down, Optum, a major healthcare company went down. Uh, I think they're going to try and undermine that and say like Trump did a win and Biden's going to, they're going to try whatever way they can in order to get this sort of, I guess, election rigged in favor of whoever the Democratic Party chooses to run for. Yeah, I could see that. Bro, this is going to be so easy for them to fuck with. I feel like the only fair way to fucking do this election is we just got to do an Instagram poll. An Instagram poll? <laughs> Biden and Trump, whoever has the highest fucking percentage is president. We'll just do it on uh, X. <laughs> Have Elon Musk do it. I mean, that would be an honestly very... You know he's not going to fuck with that shit because he's all about like that fairness. Yeah. He's going to be like, everybody's going to need to pay for their check mark. Otherwise, the fucking election's wrong. I feel like if he... What if he literally said was like, yeah, you can vote on X. That's how we're going to fucking do it. 
just got to follow that whole registration process. There's going to be a, like a form. It's all going to be, you know, it's all going like to be hash coded and have it all fucking secured out. It's where like you can't fake votes. You can't make duplicate accounts. Like it has to be tied to your SSN. Like, yeah, let's do fucking vote on X. Damn. Yeah. If that was the case, that would be the best way to do it. Yeah. And I feel like it'd be easy. That'd be a guaranteed way to make sure people vote because it'd be so easy to do. What do we do for old people though? They just have to get X. Those fuckers shouldn't be voting anyway, bro. They can't drive. They can't fucking drive. They can't fucking see and they can't yeah, read anymore. You're so right. why the fuck are you voting? I saw someone say something. They were like, you know how you can't vote until you're 18? They think it should be the same way, but in reverse for like old people. So like once you hit retirement age and you're no longer paying into the system, they're like, you should stop getting your right to vote because at that point you're living off the system and not generating to it. Right, and you're just going to vote for whatever helps benefit you at that point. That's what I would do, and I'm not hating on them because that's what the, what the fuck I would do. Yeah. If I was disabled, old as fuck, and couldn't move, I'm voting for whatever the fuck gives me some money, man. <laughs> fuck the helping other people, Rob. Fucking, I need to live more. <laughs> I, need, I need to keep fucking getting my med. Let me put it bucks. to you this way, bro. That fucking lady that I showed you that video of where that guy had GTA 5 in the background. He was oh, like, yeah. This is Utah. Yeah, this this is a live police Those chase, are the Grandma. Spanish peaks. And she she was believing it, bro. She was like, oh, my gosh. This this man's crazy. And it was fucking GTA 5. She votes. Think about that, bro. Like, oh, yeah. She can't even distinguish between fucking GTA 5 and a real life police chase. Damn, we do need to fucking take this away then. That's what I mean, bro. Like. I don't know. Once you hit a certain point where it's like, okay, you can't. You're not like conscious. You said, you're not conscious no more. You can't fucking vote, man. Fucking the lights are on, bro, but nobody's there. Yeah. But that's what I'm thinking. You uh, ready to go to the next segment? Yeah. We're going to move on, guys, to a different segment that Mike uh, suggested. It's basically, are these celebrities talented or fucking not? Yes. Talented or not is the game. <laughs> so basically how it's going to work is me and D are going to ask each we have just a list of celebrities that we handpicked and we're just going to answer like do you think these people are genuinely talented like they deserve all of the riches and fame that they've received or are they fucking flukes do they just get famous for no fucking reason okay okay I did mine on based on do they actually have skill not really do they deserve their fortune or fame or whatever right like talent yeah, like yeah, legitimate yeah. like talent. Like I'm thinking, do you actually have skill in what you do? Question mark. Right, and that's one thing that I will note too is I don't have any fucking athletes, major athletes on this list because let's all be real, we all fucking know we can't do what those fuckers do, and they have the talent, like they deserve it. Yeah, I don't think I have an athlete on here either. Yeah, you you really can't because athletes they earn they, their right. They, they have the talent. Yeah. <laughs> like we all played fucking sports growing up. We know we can't fucking do that shit. So that's why we're like, holy shit, you're the best. You yeah. deserve that shit. <laughs> so I just wanted to make that little pre-statement. But I guess I'll start off. I'll name the first celebrity and you tell me if you think they're talented or not. Jake Paul. No. <laughs> you don't think so? No, I don't think so. I think my opinion is in the beginning, no. I didn't think he was funny on Vine. I'd never thought his YouTube videos were interesting. But now that he's done like the boxing shit and he's, he has proven himself to beat some Jake. Which one's Jake? The boxer. Oh, okay. Okay. He's done that boxing stint. He's proven himself to granted. He hasn't fought like any like real, real, real boxers, but beating fucking some of the best MMA fighters in the world is like someone who just basically is an average individual. You earn my fucking respect. You have some fucking talent. You, you you can fucking fight. In my opinion, I think he's talented. 
Interesting. Yeah, no, I judge it in all perspective. I think he actually lacks a brain to think and be talented. I think uh, his boxing thing is all a ploy. Beating the best MMA fighter who's a grappler doesn't mean you're a good fighter. It just means you're good at boxing. And plenty of people can be good at boxing, especially when you have a coach, somebody, like a whole team around you to train you. I do think that. But once he actually fought a real boxer, he lost. And that undermined the whole thing. That's like, for me, that's fucking nail in the coffin. But again, I also just don't really care for him. So that's another thing too. Yeah, that's valid. I mean, those are all valid points. I guess the way I judge it is like, I couldn't fucking beat fucking Anderson Silva or fucking any of these fuckers. Like, they would fucking kill me. Yeah. Even if I had a fucking team. <laughs> oh, no, same. Like, even if I had a boxing team and all the money and they were training me at their absolute hardest, I'd get knocked the fuck out. <laughs> so that dude, in my opinion, has some sort of fucking skill, at least a little bit. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Like, okay. Actually, I'm going to take it back. I think if I have the same resources, the same everything as Jake, I'm kicking ass too, straight up. I think I get knocked the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> to me, that's like just humility on like Jake's part. Because like if somebody does the exact same thing as you, they should be able to accomplish the same thing. There should be no different. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're right though. Like, he does have all the resources and shit. Yeah. So it's hard to kind of put into perspective. Could I do that shit? Fuck no. I don't box. Yeah. But this fucker has been training day in and day out for like fuck six years. You're going to get good. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. You, you put your heart and soul into anything. You'll be good at it. I agree. So that doesn't mean that he isn't a good boxer or anything like that or isn't like skillful, you know, now that he's worked hard and done all that shit, he's definitely earned his place at where he's at. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think he's like the best boxer or anything like that, but I I think he has some, not even necessarily talent, but like he is a hard fucking worker at trying to perfect. Yeah. That's what I think. I don't think he's really talented. I think he worked really hard. And yeah, so I give him some credit, but OG Jake Paul, fuck no, that, that was, that, that was a whole stint. Yeah. He literally carried big, he, he piggybacked off of Logan's success to gain like his name and jumpstart his YouTube career. Fair enough. Yeah. Mine is uh, Adam Sandler. Talented or not? Yeah, bro. That fucker's funny. You think, you, uh, you think he's talented? I do. I think he is funny as fuck. His humor I know to some is annoying. Like my mom's boyfriend, yeah, he fucking hates Adam Sandler. He hates his movies. He hates how like his movie plots are always the same. It's always him with like a wife that is way hotter than he would ever possibly be able to pull, and he acts like a dumb fucking him. Like he acts yeah. like a straight up fucking like downy. <laughs> but like, I love that fucking dumb humor of his. And I I can honestly say like every Adam Sandler movie I watch is like it's a classic to me. Like, Billy Madison, The Waterboy, Grown Ups. Like, those are all fucking cult classics. Like, I will always go back to. And he wrote and directed and did all of that shit. Like, all him. So, I'd say as a director, as a comedian, as an actor, he's a little iffy. Yeah. I know he has that movie Uncut Gems that people say that's, this is, like, one of the performances where he took it serious and, like, was an amazing actor. I haven't watched it before, but I hear about it. So I do think he does have the ability to act well when he wants to. But from a straight-up director, writing, comedic format, I think Adam Sandler 100% deserves his fame and fortune. Yeah. Personally, I think Adam Sandler is the most untalented actor in all of Hollywood. And that's what I mean, actor. Yeah. As an actor, I do not think he is very talented because he just he, he doesn't act. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like he, 
Adam Sandler in every movie is kind of just him himself, like just being an idiot. Yeah, but as a, again, as a director, this is another thing comic, too. I think he is talented. writer, also not talented. He writes the same. You said it. Uh, he writes the same movie over and over again. That also plays into the director role of you direct the same movie over and over again. I pr- he's one of the ones where I really enjoy his movies, but overall it is the exact same thing every single time. He just got that perfect formula, man. <laughs> I mean, it's if not it's broke, broke, don't if, fix yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't blame him for it. Yeah, I don't blame him either. He's just not talented, personally. I love his fucking movies. But, I mean, you know, fair points on both ends, I'd say. I, I'll i always fucking ride for Adam Sound, bro. I love his movies. No, I love his movies too, but... Click, bro! Nah, dog, don't even fucking get me started, bro. That's literally, like, my favorite fucking movie, bro. I love fucking Click. And I think he acts good in that shit, bro. I fucking shed a tear every time I watch that fucking movie. The writing in that movie is fucking exquisite. That fucker's talented, dog. (laughs) Watch fucking Click. If you guys have never seen fucking Click, go watch it and tell me you don't fucking ball your eyes out. All it does is it looks like Grown Ups, Grown Ups 2, maybe like Billy Madison a little bit. We'll get all of (laughs) the other movies all together. And then, yeah, that's basically Click. One thing I will say with Adam Sandler movies, though, is I have watched them, like, multiple, multiple times. Like, Longest Yard, like, I can name fucking, like, ten Adam Sandler movies that I've watched well over four times. And, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio, one of the greatest actors of all fucking time, I'll see some of his movies and I'll watch it once. Or fucking twice, and I'm done with it. I'm cool. Yep, you killed the fucking performance, dog. Good fucking movie. But it's not a movie that I'm going to fucking go back and rewatch. And that's why I think Adam Sandler's ta- talented is he he found that fucking formula to where I'm addicted to those fucking movies. And I will rewatch them even though I know what the fuck is going to happen over and over again. Yeah. I just love his fucking movies. Yeah. To me, it's just the same thing regurgitated. It's like as if I ate fucking meat and potatoes every day. Now, I'm not saying I don't I'll, like meat and potatoes. Meat and potatoes every fucking day. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not saying that meat and potatoes ain't bad, but it's just, it's the same shit. You know what I mean? I see what you're saying. To me, Adam Sandler is like that fucking fast food cheeseburger you can always go back to. And then Leonardo DiCaprio is that super fucking fancy steak tartare. Yeah, it's good, but I'm not fucking eating that shit every day. It's fucking, yeah, it's the best of the best, sure, but it's fucking, I'm not, I don't want that shit every day. I want a fucking fast food cheeseburger. I want what's comfortable. Yeah. All right, next one I have, Sexy Red. No, I don't think she's talented. <laughs> okay, I agree. Is there really much more that we need to emphasize on? Listen to fucking one song and <laughs> tell me if she doesn't repeat the lyrics 18 times. I won't deny that her songs can be catchy. Yeah. But anyone can make a fucking catchy song. Fucking SpongeBob got me fucking rapping that shit. Yeah, straight up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you get a song stuck in someone's head, you're going to... It's, it's stuck in your head, but it doesn't necessarily mean that the song is good. Yeah. And in terms of talent, it's like, where the fuck did she come from? I'm just like, that's what has me tripping out. And because she's like star status, like she's already doing fucking songs with Drake and shit and SZA out of fucking nowhere. She's only been out for like a year. Like, I don't why? know if we should like count that as like star status, though, because Drake has done some songs with other people and they've been one hit wonders. That is true. Like that smiley guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I agree with you on there. But she does songs with like. A lot of fucking big name people. And she's like, she was already voted on BET as the best new upcoming fucking artist. Beating out like fucking Ice Spice and shit. And granted, I think Ice Spice is not talented either. She's shit as well. But I think she's at least a fucking schmidge 
<laughs> better than fucking Sexy Red. Sexy Red is legitimately like the hot Cheeto ratchet chick in fucking high school, but she's famous as fuck. I think Why that's did we make her, her famous? I think that's like her appeal too, is like to those ratchet ass hoes. And I mean, if you look around here, at least around where we live, there are plenty of those to go around. Even that <laughs> chick at the fucking gym, you can't tell me that she don't fucking, uh, the chick at the front desk, that bitch that looks like she fucking been eating too much, bro. She looks like a bowling ball. I'm not even fucking with you guys. <laughs> this bitch is, could fucking go and knock down 12 pins. Wow. But anyway, yeah. I, she, I, 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 yeah, she probably does. She does sexy. fuck with, uh, sexy red. Straight up. But yeah, final verdict. I don't think we need to emphasize her shit on her any more than we already have. She's not fucking talented. I don't know how the fuck she's rich and famous right now, but what the fuck are we doing? And the same goes for fucking Lil Pump. Why the fuck did we make him rich and famous too? Yeah, I agree. I mean, or Smoke Perp. <laughs> any of them. Like, like how? How did we? Like, it's just like Loki, they just spawn. It's fucking weird to me. Mine, uh, Taylor Swift, do you think she's talented or not? Yeah, bro. I agree. I'm not going to be a stan or a fucking hater on this. No, bro. I don't like her music. I'm not a fan of, like, most. But, bro, there's some fucking songs, like, when I was growing up, just, like, fucking hits, bro. Hits. I There's, I'm not going to lie. There's some Taylor Swift songs I know every single fucking word to. I'll fucking sing that shit. Yeah. But, like, her new shit, I just can't fuck with it. Like, it's, like, I'm just not into it. Like, I've, I've. I'm into her, like, OG, like, radio hits that, like, I was forced to fucking memorize because they were on the radio 24-7. Yeah. I didn't actively go out and fucking try to listen to that shit. It was just fucking drilled into my skull. <laughs> so, like, those ones, yeah, those are fucking cult, cult hits. But she can still fucking sing, bro. She has, like, a pretty voice, like, but she can't really do, like, dancing or, like, she's not really, like, articulate in, like, music videos or, like... Her, her performances, like I've seen like her concert vids over and over and over again with that eras to her. seems like she kind of just stands in the middle. She'll fucking bop around a little bit, but she's singing in her fucking diaper that she's wearing. It's not like a good ass performance. And then you think of like Michael Jackson or like The Weeknd or Usher. These fuckers are doing like roller skating and fucking doing backflips and fucking flipping and shit. Yeah. You know, but fuck like she's just not even really moving. And like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't think her 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 voice alone isn't enough to carry the concert. Like like Adele is like her voice alone. She doesn't have to move. She can, she's like you know she's a little fucking chunky. She don't need to be fucking dancing around and shit. Shit, not no more, bro. She fucking no. She's slimmed down now. But like back in the day, like you would go to an Adele concert when she was like fat. She never moved. She would just fucking sing and stand still, and people would be fucking mesmerized. Like that's her voice was that good. Like, Taylor Swift's voice is good, but it's not good enough to carry the whole fucking concert performance. I think it's more her writing, the songs, and the lyrics behind them that people love so much. Yeah, she is a good songwriter. Yeah. And she does that shit all herself. So, I'd say the songwriting and, like, her voice is good enough. So, yeah, I'd say Taylor Swift is talented. Is she talented enough to be as big as she is? That is, like, a question. Yeah, I mean, that... I guess that's up for debate on everybody. Yeah, I would personally say no. At that point, yeah, I would personally say no as well. But I, I think it's gotten to the point now where Taylor Swift liking Taylor Swift is becoming more of like a like a trend. Like there's the diehard T Swift fans, but like oh, I'll be right back. There's a shitload of them just like spawning in. But the next one that I was gonna ask D is Playboy Cardi. So I'll give my opinion first while these out and about. 
Playboy Cardi is not fucking talented, guys. He's not. His beats fucking carry the fuck out of his music, and I don't know what the fuck he's saying. The biggest selling point of Cardi right now is the fact that he's playing this, like, mysterious fucking character. And he doesn't do interviews. He's never around for longer than five minutes to even hear him fucking talk normally. All you ever hear is his fucking whatever the fuck he does into the mic. <laughs> I saw a fucking recording session of Playboy Cardi, bruh. And he was doing the recording in the fucking dark. And he literally looked like he was having a fucking exorcism. He was all... <laughs> so that's my thoughts, though. I'm, and again, like, he has some songs where, like, I'm not going to lie, fuck with him. Like, I don't know what the fuck he's saying, but the beat's good. He's got a good-ass feature that does the fucking hook and carries the song. So, I, you know, I have some fucking Cardi tracks, but is he talented? Like, when, I, when I'm saying talented, is he, like, Adele talented? Fuck no. Let's be real, guys. Let's be fucking real. I'm not even going to lie to you fuckers. I don't have a damn song downloaded by this bitch, so... Yeah, no, he's definitely not talented. What about Carnival? That's fucking Ty Dolla Sign. There's Playboy Cardi in there. Cardi's in there. Oh, wow. No, but, it actually isn't even downloaded. But that's what I mean, though. Like, I have, like, songs with Cardi where he's, like, a feature in, and the songs are fire. Like, Yeah, I, don't, I still don't think he's talented. Yeah, for sure not. I think you could put any other fucking person in those same shoes and have him do the exact same thing. And it'd be all right. That's yeah. basically what it comes down to to me. If you're talented, you have something else that somebody else does not. Right. You couldn't. You yourself couldn't do what they do, essentially. And what I'm saying is, if you gave me whatever Cardi's verse is, I think I could do it probably better. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, I don't know why the fuck he's so famous. Sorry, guys. I had to go grab a fucking drink. I am a bit parched. No worries. No worries. Kim K, talented or not? No, dude. Yeah, no, right? Okay, go ahead. We'll fucking quick and easy. Move on. Like, (laughs) I do want to touch on it. Just as a business person, even then, I would say no because it's just like it's all guaranteed. No matter what business she would start, it would succeed and do fucking millions just because of her name and her celebrity status. She could literally make a business where it's just her selling fucking horseshoes. Call it the Kim K Horseshoe Company. And people would be like, oh my God, Kim KKB, they would buy it, bro. And it would do well than any other small business you could possibly think of or local business just because of her name. Yeah, I don't think it really needs much explaining. Kim K is not talented. Had she not had the show or really like they create drama in their lives because of all that, it makes them interesting. But to be honest, you guys all probably have more drama in your lives than they do. So who cares, right? Yeah, I guarantee you guys have more drama in your lives than them. It's just theirs is a little bit more interesting because they're fucking rich as fuck. So it's like, oh, what do rich people's lives look like? But I, I'm not really interested in diving super deep into that shit. No. Unless it offend, affects like some of the people I fuck with. Like when she was with Kanye and shit, and it was like, oh, Kim K and Kanye divorced. I was like, oh, okay, let me like look into this real quick. I want to see if Kanye is like, chilling. But I'm not just going out and seeing like, oh... Kim K's with Odell Beckham Jr. I only see that shit because it pops up in my feed, but I don't actively go and search for it. Yeah, no, I think anybody in Kim Kardashian's position would have would be at the exact same point she is right now. Yeah, if your dad was 
the lawyer of one of the most infamous cases in the world, and then in the height of that, you made a sex tape with a super famous rapper. I'm sure y'all would be famous too. Yeah. Straight up. All right. Drake. Yeah, he's very talented. Yeah, I think he's... As far as, like, his ability to stay relevant, it's something that I know I personally couldn't do. I couldn't fuck with, like, doing all the shit that he does. He also... uh his songs are really good. Like, they actually take talent to, like, do what he does. Yeah, he's a hit maker for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. I think Drake is the most talented person probably right now. I would say The Weeknd is more talented than Drake, but Drake is the biggest. Yeah. Uh, yeah, probably. I'd say The Weeknd has a better voice than him. He sings better than him. He dances better than him. In terms of talent wise, yes. In terms of like who I who I like more and who is more interesting and who's like more on top, I'd say Drake. And Whose even, songs are better though? Like Drake. the like the very best Drake song versus the very best weekend. No, no, no. Song. I'm talking all of it. Oh, the whole catalog Drake clears. Yeah. But that's Drake, bro. He's like he's the hit maker. That's all we gotta know. Or well so we're just judging off of if the songs like are hits? Or if the songs have, like, talent behind them. Like, can you sing really well? Because, like, if we're doing, like, a sing-off, Drake's voice is really good. Like, when he does the R&B shit. Yeah. But, like, The Weeknd's voice is better than Drake's. Like, that's not an argument. Yeah, no. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is the talent alone or, like, your talent plus your hard work will equal how much, how good you are. And how good you are is how good your albums do and how many numbers you put up. How much money you make. That's why I feel like they're on par. Because The Weeknd right now is the most consumed artist in the world. More than Drake right now. But all time. Like all time streams than Drake, yeah. Yeah. that Like, I'm talking everything. Money, streams, fucking sales, everything. Drake blows him. (laughs) Drake blows (laughs) him. (laughs) Yeah, I just realized what I said too. (laughs) But you know what I mean? Drake blows him out of the water. Like, he's just, in my opinion, from like, uh, I guess from a hard work plus talent standpoint, talent alone, yeah, The weekend's better. Okay, that's what I wanted to hear. All things considered, though, I agree with you. Catalog, everything, yeah, Drake's the GOAT. Yeah. Overall, Drake is the better artist. Yeah. Straight up. He makes better songs. The weekend. well, The weekend's cool and all. He has a better voice or whatever. Because if we're judging off, dance. like, all catalog alone... Would you say Drake, in that case, since if we're going off of hits, is more talented than Michael Jackson? Because he has more streams, he has more hits, he has more number ones, but is he more talented than Michael Jackson? I would not say so. No shot. No, definitely not. The other thing, too, that makes it different is because, well, back in the day, they had to buy fucking CDs and records back when Michael Jackson was doing that. Even if we're not even judging hits, though, like, Michael Jackson clears them in all aspect. Do you think so? Dancing, performing live, his voice. Michael Jackson's voice literally makes me levitate, dog. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Drake is our the Michael Jackson of our generation, but Michael Jackson would still shit on him. Excuse me. Yeah, I guess the one thing I... Yeah, yeah, I'll say so. Okay, this one. Oprah Winfrey. The fuck did she do? 
I think I don't know. I think I thought she wrote like a book. I don't know. Let's see. She's literally like the richest fucking woman in the world, bruh. One of them. I don't even know what the fuck she did. I just know she was a talk show host and she would give people like fucking Lamborghinis and shit under the chairs. <laughs> and that's just that's all I fucking know about it. But like what's her talent? Like how the fuck is she famous? Again, she's really fucking old, so this might just be ignorance because I really haven't looked into it and I don't really I never looked into it super deep. But I don't know what she did to become famous. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, she's just a really great talk show host. Probably, literally the best talk show host probably ever. I guess. Uh, I guess. Yeah, she... Uh, so, I guess she went to Baltimore, apparently, according to this. Uh, she was... She moved to Baltimore in 1976 to host People Are Talking. She then recruited, was recruited by a Chicago television station to be part of a morning show, where she would later become the host of her own... Sh- Wildly popular program. I think she started getting a lot of money when she got the Oprah Winfrey network. When she had her own network assigned to herself. Yeah. That's probably how, because then it started like employing like a lot of like black owned stuff and like talked about like a lot of black problems and whatever, you know, like people just like if you're black, you're definitely watching that fucking network for sure. Like grandmothers who are fucking black are definitely watching that shit. Do you think she has talent or not? Or was she just in the right place at the right time? Because I think mm. I can do what Oprah does. <laughs> I don't know. I, I That one's tough because I think the way Oprah talks to somebody and the way like she makes it look and do all that stuff, she is very talented in that aspect. That's something I couldn't do. However, if somebody told me what to say, I could follow that script like a fucking boss. So, yeah, she has a script. And then obviously to make it genuine, she'll go off of him a little bit and ask like serious shit and be like, oh, well, what do you think about this and that? I think I can, I could, like, I'm not saying I would do it or I could do it as good as her, but like as a talent perspective, I mean, I think you could, like an average person could do what Oprah does. It's not like a fucking Michael Jordan level talent. Yeah. Yeah, I, honestly, I feel like anybody could be a talk show host. Anyone yeah. could with the script. And, like, producers that say, all right, we're going to bring in this. Make sure you ask them this and that and that. Yeah. And they literally have a fucking TV little thing behind them on the live show that's, like, a fucking what to just read. Yeah. yeah Hi, yeah. welcome. Welcome to our show today. And she's just reading. Yeah. If you can fucking read and you can speak, you can be Oprah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't think Oprah really has talent then. Oh, shit. Let me go back to my list here. Uh, Will Ferrell. Talented or not? Yeah, bro. I think he's funny. I think he's like a next level funny. I don't think Will Ferrell has talent, really. To be honest. Like, as from a comedian standpoint, you don't think he's like one of the most funny people? No, I'm not saying he's not funny. But as far as like, I, again, I was going off of acting because that's what I see him in, like in movies and stuff. Like as a comedian, sure, he's funny. But like, he's a comedy actor. Like, I feel like there's a difference between an a serious actor and then like a comedy actor. 
See, and I, I judge them all the same. Whether or not you can... So act. you just say you're an actor, you gotta be like fucking Leonardo DiCaprio level, otherwise you're shit? Yeah, bro, because he exists. So in my head, I'm like, he's the GOAT. But I feel We're like not even co- going comedy like- acting is different, though. I feel like it's like dumb fuck acting. See, okay. Like, it's it's made to be stupid. Because then, like, you can think of, like, Jonah Hill when he's in, like, a comedy acting role versus yeah. when he's in a serious role like War Dogs. They're very, very different. Yeah. And, and I think he does both. That's what, to me, means, like, he's a great actor. Like, he, I, I would consider him better than Will Ferrell because he can transition from both. Uh, so you got to be do both. Not just that. I think you got to be able to, yeah, I guess do both. Plus, you just got to be able to transition from multiple roles. Like, I can't see you play the same thing over and over again. Because I feel like Will Ferrell, like, he just he just doesn't do the serious acting. Like, he only does comedy acting. Yeah. Versus, but to me, like, Jonah Hill, he'll venture out. Yeah. That's where I think, like, you don't really have that much talent in comparison to, like, everyone else in your same category. Does that make sense? Yeah. If we're judging off of acting. Yeah. Yeah. He's not what the, other, he, what he's other not thing the best you want to judge off of, though? Comedy acting. There's either Mike. There's only acting, or there's not acting. No, there's acting, and then there's comedy acting, bro. Bro, there's acting and sitting on the couch and watching the TV, straight up. I don't know, bro. I think you got to judge them different. Cause think of Leonardo DiCaprio. Do you think he can go and do a Will Ferrell comedy acting role and do it funny? Fuck yeah. no. I personally think he could. You no, dude. He Will He's Leonardo DiCaprio. I look Wall at him. Street. He's funny as fuck in The Wolf of Wall Street. Not as funny as like Jonah Hill is in it. Yeah. Because he's a better comedy actor. But Mike, bro, he does do the comedy thing and he does it well. He still makes it funny. I still laugh at him. The fact that he can still transition from that to also play the fucking Revenant and be fucking eaten by a bear and then also still do fucking what's eating Gilbert's grape, what's eating Gilbert grape and be a fucking retard. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, that to me is like a great actor. Somebody who can do all of those multiple roles, even at different points in time. I just think if we're judging off of pure acting, then yeah, he's not going to be as good as Leonardo fucking DiCaprio. But if we're saying, can Leonardo DiCaprio be as good of a funny comedic actor as Will Ferrell? Fuck no. He can't be as funny as him. He can do it well, and I'll laugh at a few of the things he says, but he can't be as good as him. Yeah, I guess, okay, by that standpoint, Will Ferrell is only good at doing one thing. And if you're only good at doing one thing, you're not talented to me. Damn. What about, like, Michael Jordan? He's only good at one thing, which is basketball. He's the one of the best at it, if not the best at it. Yeah. Does that mean he's not talented since he's only good at doing one thing? No, because he's also the greatest shoe salesman ever. So he's great at two things. He also is the greatest person to ever spread basketball globally. Three things. But those three things are all revolved around one topic, which is basketball. Yeah. He's the best at basketball, which is one thing. So then by your standards, he would be not talented. No, Mike. You're like, I said acting. Acting is the one thing, right? (laughs) Right. Right. That's the global term. Right? You're trying to narrow it down to comedy acting. No, I'm saying both. No, Mike. You literally just said. You comedy said Will Ferrell is the best comedy actor. No, I don't exactly even think he's the said. best. I think Jonah Hill is. But that's what I'm saying is you were like, as a comedy actor, he is talented. He's better than Leonardo DiCaprio at comedy acting. And I yes. said, 
And I said that if you're going to judge them, you got to do all of it globally. All of them. You got to be able to do transitional roles. That to me is what makes you talented or not. Whereas Michael Jordan has been the best defender, greatest shooter. Basketball, fuck, though. Greatest That's stealer. basketball. That's all thing and cup. Again, I said acting. All acting ability to transfer into from a serious role to a uh, fucking comedy role to do other things. Same thing. Shooting, rebounding, fucking, you know what I mean? Okay. You got how the analogy works? We'll leave it. We'll leave it. It's going to be in a circle. We're just going to be fucking arguing and over and Bro, over and I over. I just literally told you about it though. Will, Will Ferrell I mean? is not talented to you. I think he's a very talented comedy actor. He can't do a serious role. What I'm saying is that your analogy doesn't make sense. Because I just told you about it. The Michael Jordan thing? Yes. Because I said, okay, acting is to basketball. Comedy acting is to shooting the ball. Right? So there's different subsets underneath the tree. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying. It's a subset. Yeah. So you're saying Will Ferrell's only good at like dribbling versus Michael Jack or Michael Jordan is good at shooting, dribbling, and defending. Yes. Doing all the things at once. Okay. So DiCaprio is to Michael Jordan. So we can say though that like Will Ferrell is one of the best at dribbling. Yeah. Would you say there's some talent in there though with that? He's talented in some aspect if he is one of the best at one aspect. I wouldn't say, but see, I wouldn't say that. Or is it just no talent? Because I think if you focus on one thing, you can just work hard and do it. You know what I mean? And then with a little bit of luck, yeah, sure, you make it. But like, okay. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. Lil Nas X. No, definitely not. I'd agree. What about Kanye? Yes. I agree. I think he has a lot of talent. Yeah, he's musically gifted. The greatest. I Yeah, okay. I probably shouldn't say the greatest beat maker ever, but one of the best. I think he is the greatest producer ever. Oh, really? Better than Metro? Yeah. Damn. I love Metro, too. Let's see. Kanye can hear new shit, though. Every time Kanye makes a new album, it sounds fucking different. Okay. And he makes it sound godly every single fucking time. Yeah. Even when he did the gospel thing, because I even downloaded the gospel one, and the gospel one was good. Yeah, the beats were fire. I just didn't really fuck with the message. Yeah. I mean, the message was a good one. It's just like, I'm trying to listen to rap. I'm not trying to fucking go to church. <laughs> Fair enough. Millie Bobby Brown. To be honest, bro, I don't even know what she does. She's the Stranger Things actress. I haven't even watched one episode of the show. Okay. Uh, Addison Ray. No, I think she's right time, right place. We talked about this, though, on the table. We were saying how, like, a lot of these, like, kids from TikTok just got lucky at the right time. Yeah. And they blew up. Yeah, when TikTok was in that that rise thing, when it was the, the prime shit. Yeah. Charlie D'Amelio. As far as being a dancer, yeah, she does have talent. I could not dance like her. Given the training and everything, I don't think I could dance like her. NBA young boy. Hmm. That one's tough. Because he's not like a Playboy Cardi. Yeah. He still, he can rap. He can still rap. It's just not like my favorite style of rap. It's very fucking hood. Yeah. It's very, very fucking hood. 
but yeah, I would say, yeah, I would say Youngboy is a talented rapper. I was on the fence. I don't really know if I want to say he is talented or he's not because I don't, truly don't listen to his shit enough to know if it's good. I have like 10, 12 Youngboy songs added that I actually know pretty well. And there's some, you know, lyrics behind there where I'm like, oh shit, like that was actually kind of deep. Yeah. So yeah, I would say, yeah, he's talented. He's more talented than fucking Lil Nas X or fucking oh. Playboy Cardi or Lil Yachty, in my opinion. So, is he more talented than Young Thug? No. Do you think Young Thug is talented? Yes. He paved the way for fucking trap. Him and Future. They created a whole fucking genre of rap music. And I know some people aren't going to like Young Thug because they can't understand what the fuck he's saying. But I guarantee you, you fucking listen to Lifestyle, you're going to fuck with that song. It's a great fucking song. The words that you do make out, you're fucking singing along with it. Young Thug is talented. What about Denzel? Curry? No, Washington. Yes, bro. Yes. But I don't know, though. I don't. I couldn't see him doing, like, a comedic role. I think he has, like, two. The one where he's that old... He's, like, this old man doing some fucking... Was it funny? Even in, like, Two Guns, he, like, plays a comedic role there. Well, I guess it's, like, semi-comedic, but... He's probably not the best comedic actor. Fuck. Okay, in that... Just like going back to what it is then, do you think he would be considered good since he can't do that shit very well at all? As an actor, is he talented if he can't swap that role and be like a good comedic actor? Because like you said, I agree with you with the whole Leo thing. Wolf of Wall Street, like I said, he does say shit where it's like, that is pretty funny. Like, that's a funny role. Yeah. I can't see Denzel doing a comedic role at all. That shit would be fucking horrible. Yeah. So we'll have to look up and see if he has any movies. Because I would still say he's talented because he's just very good at his serious roles. Even though he can't do the comedic shit, I would still say he's talented. I'm going to look up and see if he has any comedy movies and see if I've heard of him. Wow, they call Two Guns. Yeah, Two Guns is one I was saying. That's the one we he's with Mark Wahlberg. Mm. And then Training Day, they say is funny. I think he has that's like a serious role, Training Day. He has one where it's fucking... Mark Wahlberg's funny in it. Let's see. Remember the Titans apparently is funny. Or I guess he has comedy moments in it. Nah, that's like a serious ass movie. Let's see. Out of Time. See, now we're getting into movies we don't even fucking know exist. Yeah. So, like, the list is zero. Unstoppable. John Q, that's so serious. I don't understand why they would even fucking put that one. <laughs> that's what I mean, bro. All the ones we've said have been like, there's funny moments in them, but he's always the serious guy in the movie. Like, yeah. he's the coach or he's the fucking dude in training day showing him shit and all serious, never fucking joking around. Yeah, I guess by that definition, he really isn't that great. He's only good at one thing. So he wouldn't be a talented he would be, actor in your eyes. I guess probably, like, by definition, no. Because he only does one thing. If you're only able to do one thing, you're not talented. That's fair. I'm glad you at least stick to your guns yeah. there in that regard. I personally would still say he's a very talented actor. Yeah. Yeah, I guess like by principle, you get what I mean? Like if, let's say like, let's break it down to like really simple things. Like if I was only good at washing the dishes, 
that's all I was good at. Are you like the best in the fucking world at it though? Like one of the best. Yeah, but I don't know how to fucking do my laundry or do anything like that shit. I might burn the house down if I did that shit. I just feel like if you're the, even if it's at one thing, one specific thing, if you're like one of the best in the world at it, you're the best in the world for a reason. Like no one can hit your level, no matter the task. So you're talented in that regard. Yeah. In my, in my opinion, but I know you know what I, well, I, you got I, what I mean. I see what you're saying. Like you got to be well-rounded in all aspects. But like, yeah. To me, it's like if you're the very best at anything, you're talented at it. Because a lot of people do that thing, and if you're the very, very best at it, you got to have some form of fucking talent. Yeah. I guess the way I look at it too is like, if I pluck someone else and gave them the exact same coaching recipe book or whatever the fuck it is that gets you to the best and i was like here are all the steps steps one through fucking 90 yeah all you have to do is follow these steps and you'll be at fucking denzel washington level and they followed them and like i think i truly think they would be denzel like just as good I don't think so, bro. I think because you got to have that natural talent, right? The talent part. Because I feel like if you got Jonah Hill and like a group of the greatest comedy actors that you can think of and they train Denzel day in, day out, day in, day out, do this, say this, do this, say this, act like this, do this. He's just naturally a very serious person. Like they can't change that quality of him. He just doesn't have that talent. Yeah. Yeah. Even if he was coached and like trained for years by the best, he'll never be as funny as like Jonah Hill would be in Superbad. Yeah. But my point, uh, my, I guess to go along with that point is that even if he coached and trained or whatever, excuse me, for like a set amount of time, mm-hmm. I still think he would be better than somebody else who starts out acting like it and has been doing it for the same amount of time. Are they also trained by Jonah Hill and them the same training, same? rule book same everything yeah and he would still be better okay in reference to where he was he would be better than what he was because like by that logic it's like we could pluck any person that's what i mean And with enough training they'll be the best yeah yeah, yeah. so then like what separates those individuals that just are truly gifted I guess, like I was saying, be able to do multiple things. Because, like, I don't think Denzel would argue that Leo's a better actor than him. Mm-mm. I don't think he would. And I don't think Leo would ever fucking say that he's the greatest actor. You know what I mean? But from a third-person point of view, I think... Would you say, low-key, that Jonah Hill is a more talented actor than Leonardo DiCaprio? Because he can do the comedic side better than him, definitely. Yeah. But he can also do that very serious acting very, very good. So by he's more well rounded in both aspects, better than Leo is. I don't know. That's he Leo does the serious acting way better than anybody else. Definitely. So he beats him in that regard. That comedy shit, he does do fucking way, art. way better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He so does. it's like on both ends, they're both the best in their respective fields. Yeah. But I feel like Jonah Hill can be Better a better serious actor than Leo can be a comedic actor. Yeah. I don't know, because even when we listen to him in War Dogs, he's still funny. Like he's still a comedian. He still has like that essence to him. So basically, like that is who he is. 
he's just trying to like take on a different role right and like bring his comedy side to being serious but like as far as him being a better serious act like to fluctuate back i think they're both just about as similar so they're probably like equal yeah and their ability to fluctuate down or up so you would say jonah hill is like on par with leo as an actor yeah but leo's been doing it for longer and at that level for longer periods of time fair enough Wiz Khalifa. Yeah. I would say Wiz Khalifa's talented. Yeah. Definitely. DJ Khaled. Beat making ability. Sure. Yeah. To put together a group of people to fucking get on an album where he made all the songs. Sure. The beats are cool. I would low-key say DJ Khaled isn't talented. I think he was one of those ones where he was there at the right place, right time. Yeah. He, he was making beats right at the kind of the startup of rap and hip hop. So he was able to get his foot into the door of all of the big names at a very early stage. And he kind of just floated around all the way till now. Yeah. Cause like his like new albums and shit, like I don't think those beats are good. I think with his new albums that come out, it's actually the rappers that he puts on that carry it because the beats themselves aren't that fucking good. They're ass. But like, like those OG beats, like fucking welcome to my hood and like all of those, those are all great beats that buy yeah. him. But as of right now, I think he just doesn't really care anymore. Yeah. And he relies a lot on like the names to carry him through and keep his relevancy. He uses Drake a lot to keep himself relevant because he knows Drake is like the top dog, the most relevant fucker that there is. So anytime he's promoting an album, what's the first thing he fucking does? I got three songs from Drake on this. And then he posts about it every single fucking day, every single fucking week until the album drops. Yeah. He never fucking, I guess, he never yeah. previews beats like how Connie's like, yo, check out this fucking beat that I'm working on. Boom. But doom, dancing fucking barefoot. He's always like, Drake, 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 Drake. Drake's on my album. Drake, Drake, we the best. Like, yeah. he, he, like his producing isn't that fucking good anymore. Yeah. I would say like Metro, Turbo, fucking all of these fuckers are way better beat makers than DJ Khaled is. Yeah, I'm thinking back to the one the album the God did album one. Remember? Mhm. That one he does have bangers on there. What's like the most memorable beat? The fucking one from where he has <clears throat> uh Jay-Z and uh what's his name? A fucking Yeezy or not Yeezy fucking Lil Weezy, that's what the fuck I meant to say. The one with Lil Wayne, Jay-Z, and fucking somebody else. But, yeah, that's definitely uh, one of the better beats. I can't remember The same one with beat. fucking uh, Juice is cool, especially because he was able to make it work posthumously. Uh, the one with Eminem is really good. Uh, there's one more, and I want to say it's with Nicki, but I don't know. Yeah, that album wasn't too memorable for me. I love the Juice song just because of Juice. Yeah. But from a beat standpoint, I can't like even, like if you were to be like hum like any of like the beats or any of that shit, like I couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I, I think he's talented. I think his ability to stay relevant for this long is pretty good. Because I feel like now he's kind of, like I said, he's just riding off that Drake coattail and acting like a dumb fuck. Yeah. Like, bring out the lobster. He literally just acts like a dumb fuck and acts all bougie and shit. That's how he stays relevant. It has nothing to do with his fucking beat making talent abilities because they're washed. 
Yeah. Now I I do think when he puts out an album, there are a few songs, maybe like three, three songs that are good, but that's like majority of people's albums nowadays. But again, that's just me. I do think he's talented, at least a little bit. I couldn't do what he does, basically, is what I'm saying. Josh Richards. No, I could do what he does. Yeah, we're doing it right now. Yeah. Oh, shit. I have a million more of these. You want to go through all of them? Uh, Do one more. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I do. I think he's a very talented actor. Yeah. But, if, yeah, again, yeah, I think he's pretty funny, too, like in Transformers. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's a good he's actor. He's like a dorky kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, he could do the serious shit. He could do it all. Yeah. He's one of those ones that does transition. While it may not be as hyper-polarized to where I'm the greatest comedy actor or I'm the greatest fucking serious actor, he kind of, like, is in the middle where he can do both. His recent shit, I, like, I haven't really seen too much, but judging off, like, you know, like, Transformer days or uh, that Fury movie. Yeah, that one. Padre Pio that he just did, too, was actually really good. I haven't seen that one, so I can't speak too much on that. But, yeah, I'd say, yeah, he's talented. Yeah. Even when he did that reading during COVID and he actually got fucking stoned for it. Do you remember that when Robert Downey Jr. and a bunch of them all got on a Zoom call and were reading this script and Shia LaBeouf was playing this fucking, like, loser stone dude? That was just basically like a fuckhead druggie. And he was actually getting fucking high while he was reading the script to get into method acting. Yeah, I didn't see that. And everybody was like, fucking quit doing that. (laughs) He does have fucking issues, though. Yeah, for sure. Cool. On to the next. Yeah, whatever you want to go with. Cool. Go ahead and uh, enlighten everyone about your, your experience. Yeah, so for those of you that don't know, Lent came about. I quit using social media. So to get more into detail, I deleted the Instagram app. The, uh, the Snapchat app is on my phone. I'm just not logged in. And the whole purpose is that way I don't lose my photos. Basically, like the data is still stored there on the phone. So I'm like, I don't want to like delete it and then like have to re-download all the data. Just fucking leave it there. Don't log in. But yeah, so I don't go on any form of social media nothing so that's pretty much it i'll do that for the next couple of fucking weeks yeah that's pretty much it no highs or lows of the experience it's just been chill uh i i wrote like a lot but let's see i'll just say what i wrote said i'll be honest i thought this was going to be harder I thought I would crave the sense of looking at Insta or Snap more often, but in reality, it was just a way for me to dump my time. Uh, when I got bored, I would get on my phone. Now I find myself using that time to put into other things like school, work, or even reading. It's only common sense that it would make me more efficient. I mean, essentially, I'm cutting out certain hours of my day. But uh, like that, like that, it isn't a crazy concept to grasp. I also thought I would put that screen time into something else, but not really. I mean, I play Clash Clash of Clans now, but only in the morning for one hour after the gym. Afterwards, it is very intermittent, not like social. With socials, I was looking at my phone a fuck ton during the day for everything. Like, I couldn't just walk into school without being on my phone. Uh, but 
as Mike said before, I'm a mentally strong person. Usually if I set my mind to something, it gets done. However, I have a tendency to see what other people are doing and feel like I'm so far behind. This is kind of like one of those positives of not having it. Uh, Like when other people understand finance, their job, or life in general, and they're the same age or close to the same age as me, I feel like such a dumb fuck. I feel like I'm way behind. Uh, Or it makes me feel like I'm wasting my time doing some of the stuff that I do. Also, a positive... It, all, it used to bug Arian that I was on my phone all the time. Uh, it used to get under her skin, and I can see why. I had dissociated from her and the world. Now I can put my phone down and not worry about what is going on. It makes me more present and overall help my relationship. Some things that I miss about social media. It's fucking funny. Uh, I love seeing memes and vids of people on reels, especially the car crashes. I'm also a huge gym, can, gym content consumer, and sometimes it's nice to see videos of people doing different shit so I can put into my own workouts. Also, the recipes for cutting meals. If you've ever tried to fucking Google one, it's not a, not a pleasant experience. Uh, if not, I'm eating plain rice. Overall, uh, I said life has regained some color. Things don't seem so bad. The world I live in feels great, and I feel like I have a new focus on things that I want slash need to do. I do want to keep my habits of not being consumed once I'm finished, so I'll probably just focus on limiting what I'm taking in and try to set strict limits on how much I use my phone. And then I looked back into my screen time before we were doing this, but about a week before I quit, my av- my average screen time, so some days it fluctuates high, some days it fluctuates lower, but an average was about six hours. Uh, my screen time this last week was like an hour and 53 minutes, but I just rounded up to two hours. But yeah. Damn. So you're for sure going to go back though. Yeah, I do think in today's day and age, it is an essential tool. Like if I ever wanted to grow a business or anything, it is something that's essential. You need to have it. Nowadays it's too digitally inclined that if I stayed without it, the podcast would never grow. Nothing would ever grow. Nothing would ever get bigger. It's the only way to reach a max amount of people without ever leaving your house. Yeah, I would agree with that. But would you say overall, like, if that wasn't the case, you wouldn't go back? Yeah. Like, if like if I wasn't going to use it for, like, a business purpose or really to help in- increase some sort of value in my life, then no. Or to, like, possibly inspire somebody, no. I would never use it again. Fair enough. Overall, though, you think it was... How long are you doing this till? Till Easter. Till Easter. So I started on uh, Ash Wednesday, which is uh, fucking, what was it? February 14th, Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. From that day until whenever Easter is, I think it's like March 28th or something like that. But yeah, that'll be the time. Are you kind of excited to get back on it though? No. Not Not even a tiny bit, tiny, 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 tiny bit. No, if I'm honest, it's kind of nice not having it. Damn. Like, there's pros and cons, but I will say the pros of not having it outweigh the cons of not having it. So if I just, like, did, like, the pod, like, Insta shit, I mean, I already do, like, the post for, like, the pod Insta and stuff. Yeah. And it wasn't even about that. Would you literally just not keep it? So, like, if I said, all right, D, I'll handle... Like the pot insta from this point forward, you'll never go back. 
Well, it's not even just the pod Insta. It's like my own personal brand. Like I've been reading, like again, I've been reading, but like building a your own personal brand is more important than building a brand itself. What do you mean by personal brand? Like your actual like Insta page, like you? No, like yeah, just who you are, what you stand for, what you believe in. You know, building that on your social media platform is way more impactful than the actual like Instagram page for your business because people will follow you because you own the business rather than what's actually happening in the business side. They don't really care. Honestly, if people like you as a person, they'll rather buy your product. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, that'd basically be the only drawback is because if I'm, if nobody can see what I'm doing or what's going on in my life, then nobody will ever see like how it's progressed or how maybe I went from one phase of my life to another. Right. So you said the pros of not having it heavily outweigh the cons of not. Yeah. Would you say then that pro of building your personal brand outweighs all those other pros of not having it? Yeah. If you're going to be just that one pro. Well, the con, I guess, I guess the con of having it or whatever, but, uh, anyway, Here's how you how I weigh it. Mm-hmm. Distraction amount is like weighing really heavy. The pros of it are just entertainment to a normal person. To me, it's a tool, and if I'm not going to like utilize it as a tool, it really has no benefit to me. Right. But I need to like leverage it in a way so that it balances itself out. That's basically what I mean. Where it's like, for me, it's a tool to be used to. Get, gain more following to like reach more people mm-hmm. to like grow this podcast to like grow my own personal brand and yeah bas- basically that one con is enough to where it is essential now the world is technology driven and if you're not on it you're behind gotcha no i totally agree with you yeah i just know some people are like yeah, it's just so much better not having it like i'm just i'll never go back so i just was curious if you were one of those people where it's like the pros of not having it are so good. Fuck everything else. Like, I don't want it at all. Yeah. But you still want to grow your personal brand in the pot and stuff. So, yeah. Like, if I was just being a fucking regular dude, hell nah. Fuck that. Like, I wouldn't do it. But, like, we're not average people. You or I. Like, we need, truly, if we're being honest, you and I need it to, you do this podcast but also to help push some of the stuff that we're doing out there so other people see that it's possible. Right. You know what I mean? So like maybe you or I could inspire somebody to do the same thing that we're doing. Yeah. And that's essential. Yeah. Valid, valid points. Yeah. Props to you for doing that shit. I couldn't do that shit, bro. I, I'm being 100% honest, bro. I thought I couldn't do it either. But once you stop... You fucking become like, you like find a way to put that time somewhere else. Like, I think I could do it, but it's like, like you said, I would just, all the time that I would put on this, I'd put into another, like something that's just the same fucking effect, like video games. Yeah. Or like, like Clash of Clans. Like, I know you limit yourself to like that whole hour thing. Yeah. Bro, if I didn't have fucking Instagram or social media, bro, I'd be on that fucking shit 24 seven, just fucking looking at shit. Like I need to be fucking looking at shit. I'm such a fucking tech guy. Like you, you're pretty good at kind of like, you don't really play video games. You're, you like, you know, you watch movies every now and again, but like other than like social media, that's really like your tech time. Yeah. I'm tech 24 fucking seven. So me 
the idea of me cutting that shit out entirely is like no fucking shot. I'm sure I could do it, but it's like I really fucking I I I I I don't want it straight up. Yeah. I couldn't. Like it's just like Yeah. I truly believe you could. It's just a matter of if you wanted to or not. Exactly. But that's everything in life. Yeah. Most like like exactly. Most people can do whatever they like. It's just a matter of do you want to? Right. Yeah. You've seen like even drug addicts, like you've seen them are the worst of the worst, fucking meth head, meth head. And then they'll have a kid and they'll actually fucking change like that because they want to. Yeah. That's what like hard, honestly surprised me. They'll do it. Going on with what you said about like putting your time. I totally thought I was going to like put my time into like other stuff. Like, I don't know. Like now I, maybe I excessively check my email, but I even looked at the email amount of time I spend to like try and see if that was a significant difference. It's only five more minutes more now than yeah. it was previously. You definitely play more Clash for sure. Oh, yeah. I didn't even have it before this happened. So. You downloaded it when it started? That week that I quit. So I had it that Monday, that Tuesday, and then I quit Wednesday. That's right. So essentially, it's been the same no matter what. Yeah. But yeah, most of the time, though, like I say, I sit down here. That's why I take my dedicated time do my upgrades, do my clash. I talk with you about it. Cause you actually know what the fuck's going on. Mm-hmm. And then like bump up some strategy. It's like our time to like chill and talk about like a game that we actually play together. But I feel like that's the one time I get immersed into like a gaming world quote quotations around that. Yeah. But yeah, this is the one time I do beyond that. Like you said, I put my time into other things like, now I've tried to focus on like reading because that was one of my goals this year was I wanted to read more. I wanted to like physically read a book. Right. So I did. I finished one, but uh, now I'm on like a second one. Damn, bro. I used to read so fucking much as a kid. I don't fucking read at all. Yeah, I know, right? I, I never liked reading. So like now this is kind of like a struggle, like getting into it. Like I've always loved reading. It's just... If, like I have always loved reading but if you were to say would you rather fucking play this fucking video game or read like dog <laughs> right like I'm fucking I'm not even gonna lie bro games. I would much rather watch a video game be played like I would rather watch Clash on YouTube than fucking read but I'm not gonna lie sometimes these books have like interesting things that are said in them yeah I feel like reading it will be one of those pastimes I'll have when I'm like an old fuck like when I can't keep up with the game world and these kids are actually fucking cranking 90s on my ass and boxing me up in Fortnite and I retire the fucking sticks, then I'll fucking read. Yeah. Because it's like, I'm old as fuck. I have eyesight. I can just still do that. Because I can't really, when I'm old, I can't go out and fucking play sports. I can't go out and fucking drink. I can't fucking go out and fucking, like I can literally watch movies, watch TV and read. So yeah, I'm sure like that'll probably be a hobby. But while I'm fucking young and my eyes are still fucking energetic, I'm going to be fucking cranking those fucking 90s, dog. You don't have arthritis in your hands? Nah, dude. I could see it coming on when I'm old. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, when you're, like, 70 and you have fucking arthritis, you're going to be like, fuck, playing this game. Especially because, like, my job, too, just typing all day. Yeah. You want to go to the final topic? Yeah. I'll let you introduce it since it was your idea. So, basically... Like Mike was saying, we were talking about this one day coming back from the gym, but we asked like, I wonder why people think or why they make their race their identity. What I mean by that is that they, they're like, fuck, I'm proud to be black. I'm proud to be this. And there's nothing wrong with being proud of that. 
it's just making it your identity that's the problem saying that i'm a proud black man or i'm a proud fucking mexican dude because if you're really based the way mike and i were talking about it was that if you base your identity off of something you legitimately have no control over like we have no control what fucking race or ethnicity we're born as zero you fucking come out the womb and you're fucking one or the other Mm -hmm. so i was just kind of like i wonder why people do that like i wonder why some minorities you know feel the need to grasp onto something because i think we have other skills and qualities or at least you should that you should be able to identify yourself as rather than the color of your skin right i put some thought into this when you you asked me about it yeah and I think the reason that that's our main identity, or especially for like, like, I guess Hispanic, like culture, like even like, you know, African American culture, whatever culture it is, that's what you grow up. Like, obviously, like you said, you're born with it. Like you can't do anything about it, but you're forced into that shit. Like that's your livelihood as you grow up. Like you learn those like culture specific things, like the food you like, the way that your family talks, like. And that stuff is your identity. Like that's, that's what makes you not necessarily your race. Like, Oh, I'm Mexican or I'm Hispanic or I'm African American. Like yeah. that you can't control, but the culture and like the experiences behind that race is your identity. And like, I think that's why it's always like the number one picked thing. Yeah. Because the way I had it kind of ranked out is like when it comes to identity, the first thing that like we think of is like, Oh, I'm like, you know, I'm a Hispanic dude. Like I like, I like, you know, I'm a hard worker. I like fucking chili. I like fucking tamales. Like, I like all this shit. Like, cause that is like my identity. That's what I grew up knowing of my first 18 years of my life. That's all I was around. So that really is me up until like you start going into college and venturing out into the world and seeing other cultures. That's when you can start kind of picking and choosing and forming your identity afterward. But when you're 18, whatever your family's culture is and whatever their race that they like expresses and they're proud of. That is kind of your identity, like high key. And then the second thing that really gets to you is like your your gender, I guess. So like if you're like a dude or a female, I feel like that's a lot of your identity. Or at least like, you know, guys are kind of, you know, they're into like the whole sports thing, like, you know, action figures, shit like that. Girls are really into, you know, like pink and like Barbies and like gossiping and like, you know, shit like that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to fucking like gender fucking profile anyone, but that's just how it is. Um. So that like starts to build your identity too. And then I'd say that after that, it goes to like your religion or your spiritual beliefs. Cause those shape like kind of how you act like to other people and like how you feel about yourself. Like, you know, if you're a good person or not or the paths that you follow, like religion wise, those shape your like identity next. Um, and then after that, I'd say your occupation. So like, you know, when you're describing someone's like, oh, like, you know, who are you? Like, what do you do? You're like, you're gonna be like, oh, well, you know, I'm Hispanic or like usually when I do like my elevator pitches, to like interviews and stuff, I'm like, you know, I grew up in a Hispanic household. Like, you know, I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm a man, man, you know, and then I usually say like, I'm obviously like in a, in a occupational standpoint, I wouldn't be saying like my religion and shit, but like, if I'm talking to like a, just a stranger, like trying to get to know him. You're going to be like, oh, you know, like, are you Christian? Are you fucking this, that, and that? And then it would go, like, to your occupation. It's like, oh, I'm a, like a software developer or, oh, I'm a pharmacist. Like, that's how we identify because all the work, 
not necessarily like that's our whole identity, but like the work that we put to get to that point is like it really did shape who we are, like in terms of an identity. And then the very last thing that we identify ourselves with, and I think this is what you're saying is like, why don't we focus on this more? Is like our personal interests and our personality itself. And like that's kind of like the very last thing that we state about ourselves because that's like what can kind of actually separate and make you unique in a sense. Yeah. That's like your final like this is like my identity. Um, A few other things that I had. Those are good ways to at least stratify, stratify it. Right. Um, <clears throat> I think the reason that a lot of people emphasize like their race and their culture like in their bios for say like I don't do this. But, like, there's a lot of people, like, on, like, social media where it's, like, they'll have the Mexican flag or, like, the Cuban flag and be, like, proud Mexicano or, you know what I mean? Like, they're yeah, very, yeah, yeah. they're very about, like, their race and culture and expressing their identity on social media. And I think a lot of it has to do is, like, they're truly proud of, like, their culture and, like, whatever the personality traits their culture brings. And they want that to be, like, the shape of their identity. But, you know, I feel like there's a lot of other cases where deep down they know that they're like really shitty human beings. So they can't really express their identity by their personality because their personalities are ass. So they kind of need to piggyback on the greatness of the race and the culture that they're expressing to kind of like show their identity. So I think there's also that other side to it where it's like it's a very good like fallback on to say, oh, I'm. I'm this, I'm this entire fucking culture that does so many great things, but they can't really separate and be like, I'm a good person because they're not. Yeah. When I was thinking about this, I had a few different ways that was going about it. So then I thought, how do I identify myself? Or like you said, your elevator pitch. And I was thinking about my interview when I got my job. Mm-hmm. And I always go into it consciously saying I'm not going to mention that I'm Hispanic. Right. Because, number one, I I always like am a person who, like if I say a principle, I have to live by it. Like if I believe in it, I got to live by it. Right. So, one of the things that I believe in is that I can kick ass just as much as somebody else who's white, who's black, who's fucking Asian. I'll kick some ass and I'll kick your ass around the floor. But I believe that's because of my actual skill set and not of my background or like growing up in like a household or whatever. Right. So whenever I introduce myself, I'm, hey, Deontay, like I'm just a regular guy. I always just say I'm a regular person. And then after that, they ask like, well, like, like I think James asked me, he's like, if you were given X and Y scenario, how would you handle it? I'd be like, in all honesty, like I haven't handled a scenario like that ever, but I have great problem solving skills and like all this other stuff, right? But I talked about traits and qualities that I have, and those were my things that I talked about. But I I liked what you said when you were like growing up, that's all you know. So that is what kind of makes your identity. But I think instead of saying this is where I think instead of saying proud to be Mexican or I'm proud to be this or I'm proud to be that, like I'm proud to be black or whatever, you could say, I fucking make the best food. And if I tried your fucking food and it was soul food and it was fucking bomb, I tell you that shit was fucking bomb. Straight up. Yeah. 
And I think the thing is, even though you didn't explicitly say, like, oh, I'm Hispanic. Yeah. It's such our identity because that's all we've grown up, like, following and doing our whole lives that you we don't even have to say it. They just would know. Like, they can kind of just tell those traits based off of that. Yeah. Because it's, it is our identity. Like, that's we grew up as being good problem solvers and hard workers because that's kind of the culture that like, I wouldn't say Hispanic culture is problem solving or I don't I would honestly say we have a lot of bad culture traits. I'm not even saying like Hispanic in general, but like my own families. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like culture and like what I grew up in my immediate family. Yeah. I wouldn't even say like all Hispanics. I'm just saying like the culture that I was raised in. Yeah. And yeah. Taught. I think that's, that's shaped my identity. more of your core identity than because like if I'm thinking this is why I say like general terms because like saying I'm a proud black man. Well, fuck, bro. Like, what does that mean? I just think in America, we don't do that. Like, if you go to Africa, like, it's separate. It's like, yeah, they're all black men. But they're like, oh, I'm Cambodian. Or, oh, I'm Ecuadorian. Or, I'm Salvadorian. Yeah. They separate it. But if any of those fuckers move to the West or come to America, we're just like, oh, you're black. You're African-American. Yeah. Same with like Mexican. It's like, oh, you can be from Mexico. You can be from fucking Venezuela. You can be from El Salvador. But you come to America, we're just like, oh, you're Mexican. Like we just, we categorize them all in one thing. And so it's like, it's kind of just become like a societal fucking grouping that's gigantic now. Yeah. The other thing I think it plays into is victim culture. I think people, I think people, pick something general like their race to fall back on and to say this is why I'm not a good XYZ or this is why I'm not or this is why you should do this because you are this that and this like even like voting wise like I've seen fucking all kinds of fucking TikToks and videos or even people in real life where it's like oh you're you're Mexican or you're black How, how could you possibly vote for Trump like you as a black person, you should have to do this just because you're black. Like, yeah, nothing to do with like actually looking into it. Nothing to do with any sort of agenda. It's strictly just you're this race. You better vote this way. Like, yeah, it is. It is become kind of just assimilated to your race. And they use that shit to manipulate people and get them to do shit because like like we're saying, in most cases, people identify their race and culture as their main identity source. Yeah. Again, going with what I was saying, if you identify as your race or whatever, and you don't have any other trait, then you will say, "My, because I am black, I have been fucked by everybody else. That is how most people say their statements. That is how most individuals say, because I'm brown, I got fucked. You know, they don't like the fucking brown man. That's not always true. Sometimes you're just shitty. There's a like I was saying to Mike, there's a lot of shitty traits in a lot of cultures. A lot of them. Now, cuz the one place that we say that you can't talk about your race is white people. Right? Imagine a white dude was like, "I'm a proud white motherfucker." I'd be like, "Bet. I don't give a fuck." Yeah, but most people wouldn't be okay with that. You know what I mean? Yeah, they'd be like, oh, yeah, the white man. The white man fucking blah, 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 blah. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, the white man fucking built this whole motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah. I think they do have some sense of fucking 
ability to be fucking proud. They did fucking set all this shit up. Granted, they fucking probably stole a lot of that shit from the Native Americans. We won't get too deep into that, but the land that I'm living in right now was fucking made from the ground up by these white motherfuckers. So yeah, yeah, be proud to say that shit. Yeah, you fucking built a lot of this shit. But that's what, uh, again, going on to further contribution, because they don't identify as like, I'm a proud ass white motherfucker. Like they don't use their race as something that they identify as. They find other things to identify with Mm -hmm. and it pushes their culture further. You know what I mean? Like it pushes culture further if you stop using race to identify yourself or your identity. Yeah, because it's like an excuse. Yeah. We use it as like an excuse to fall back on. Yeah, that's what I just said. Yeah. Yeah, I'm agreeing. Yeah. Yeah. Overall, I think your identity can be something that can be changed. It's kind of like your character or something like that. You know, if you're bad for a little bit, you can definitely change and be good and turn that around. If you're a loser, you can turn that around and be a legend for sure. But you can't change your race. Right. And I think that's why it's usually the first thing that people identify themselves as because you can't change it. Yeah. But like your personality, like you said, being a good person, having a different perspective, those things are changing constantly every single day. So it's hard for us to pinpoint that as our identity because it could change tomorrow. But our race and like our culture and shit like that, like that shit's here to stay forever. So it's like, that's who we are. But in the long run, when we fucking all die, those personality traits are the first thing that gets brought up based on how you use them. But it's just us. When we try to describe ourselves, it's hard. Because another person, when they describe another person's identity, you would hope they're not instantly like, like if I was describing you, I would be like, oh, D, that fucking Hispanic fucker. Yeah, that boy. Yeah. That's like Christian. I wouldn't describe you like that. I'd be like, yeah. you know, D is very fucking strong. Like I would start with personality first. Yeah. It's different. When you describe other people's identity, you do personality first. You don't give a fuck about race culture. You don't give a fuck about their religion. You don't give a fuck about their gender. You don't yeah. give a fuck about none of that. But when you're describing yourself, it's hard because you don't even know your true self until the very end because it's changing all the time. Yeah. All you know is that race and culture and shit. So that's what I what I think. Yeah. I don't know. Personally, I feel I agree with what uh, some of what you're saying. Although I do feel like I know enough about myself to describe it. But that might just be me. I might just be weird straight up. Cuz I feel like there are some things that are like concrete and I'm sure you have things like that where it's like this is never wavering for me. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe that's something that we just didn't like talk on. But for the most part, truly, I don't try and identify by the fact that I'm Hispanic. Number one, because I don't think it matters in the race of life. You know, some people will start out better than me. Some people start out worse than me. The end of the day, who gives a shit? All that matters is that who gets to the fucking finish line. No matter how you do it. But that's my own personal opinion. Yeah, that's valid. Yeah. For anybody else, it's I know. It's good to focus on like your personal traits. Me, yeah. I will identify myself as like Hispanic because like a big part of me is loving like Mexican food and like, you know, all of the things that come with being Hispanic and I'm proud of those sh- things. Yeah. So I do identify with them. Yeah. But like I see what you're saying. Yeah. No, I think if you use it as a fallback, like we were saying, then it's bad. Yeah. But I, I try to like, you know, say the good qualities. Yeah, no, I just, I just fucking try and push on pretty much. 
I think if I get too involved with like my heritage and stuff, I realize I'm like, that's the other thing too, is sometimes I'll hear it. People are like Mexican and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, and like, it's just kind of like a, like what, what's the point? So to speak. You know what I mean? Do you ever get like that? Where people are like, you're a Hispanic guy or whatever. You must make the green chili. And I'm like, yeah, sure. I mean, that is a staple in my house. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Basically what I'd say, I'd just be like, yeah, I fucking love that shit. Yeah. And I'm not like ashamed of, or to say it either. I'd be like, no. Fuck, yeah. I'd to me, like, it's just then, like, But then I would just flip it back. I'd be like, oh, you're, you love those fucking casseroles, huh? You like those cookies. It's like, yeah. Yeah. It's just a stereotypical assumption that's usually more than 95% correct. What's your best, what's the fucking stereotype you love the most, bro? The best, like, stereotype? Yeah, what's your favorite one? There's a lot of good ones, man. There's, like, a ton. Like, I'd say for, if I were just to go off of, like, the list, I'd say, like, Asians being smart is just probably, like... That's the best fucking stereotype to have! Yeah, I know, it's... I'm saying it's goaded. It's just oh, like the okay, most... okay. I thought... <laughs> oh, are we saying like bad ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm yeah. saying like the most goaded ones. Oh, okay. Like or the most popular. Oh, okay. Uh, so I'd Let's just go a- popular. I'd say for Asians, like them being smart is like always usually the first thing that people click in their head. Like you yeah. see an Asian in a math class, you're like, oh, that guy's you're like, oh, that genius. guy's fucking good at fucking smart, even though he could be absolutely brain dead. Yeah. But that's just a stereotype that's usually accurate. <laughs> yeah. And then for African Americans, you'd be like, "Oh, you love that fucking fried chicken and Kool Aid one." Yeah, you know, no fucking hate. I love it too. More than likely, I'm right. <laughs> and it's it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, straight up, bro. Oh I mean, fuck, it, it's a stereotype it. for a reason. It, yeah, if it wasn't common in at least fucking eighty five percent of the things, it wouldn't have carried on this far. If Ice Cube didn't put it in a fucking movie, it wouldn't be the truth. Yeah, and it's I don't know. I'd say a big stereotype for Mexicans and Hispanics is they 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 work hard. They're always fucking yeah. in the hot sun, fucking sweating balls, or in the fucking field sweating balls. Yeah, that's their stereotype. I'd say we're always fucking working, or we're always landscaping. I like the landscaper one too. Yeah, and then I, like I said, <laughs> the first thing that comes to mind for just like white people would be like the whole casserole shit, being really good at making desserts. Yeah. But like actual like seasoning, cooking, like oh, that God. shit is like ass usually most of the time. And I, I haven't been proven wrong by that one yet. Yeah, no, definitely not. I don't think there's fucking a few seasonings in people's cabinets that I've been to. But I would say those are like the most popular stereotypes, I'd say. Bro, this is one of my favorite ones. It's the the fucking Asian lady can't drive. That one's my favorite fucking one. I think it might be the most po- like the most correct one too. Like straight up. I don't know, dude. We might need to see the stats on like vehicle accidents and who they're caused by. More often than not, it's definitely an Asian chick. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like white girls hitting curbs is beating them. Fuck. Just women driving in general. (laughs) It's fucking, that's a funny ass stereotype because it's true. You've all driven with your mothers or your girlfriends and been fucking scared to death, sweating, literal fucking sweat perspiring on your fucking forehead as your mom goes to make a blind u-turn and you're just like god today's the day i fucking die fuck for real so i think that one's i don't even know if that was the that's an asian one no (laughs) the asian one is usually like asian women are the worst drivers that's all that is one though that's funny i don't think i've ever heard that one really it's even on family guy 
I don't think I've ever even fucking yeah, heard that. We'll have one. to pull that episode up. And would watch you say it. that one's more popular than the Asians being smart? There's no, no I would say they were like on par. I'd sure. say, bro. I think Asians being smart is like that's like low key probably just like the number one fucking stereotype. Like, yeah, you see, like Asian, like they're usually fucking smart. Yeah, that's not a bad stereotype to have. No, not at. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Is this like borderline racist, low key? No, not even. I don't think so because it's a stereotype. Like it's. It's usually correct. Granted, there's probably outliers. I'm sure there's fucking amazing fucking female drivers. Yeah, I'm sure there's white families that make fucking the best food on fucking planet Earth. That pioneer lady, bro. Yeah, the pioneer woman. She fucking grub. She makes some bomb shit. That's what I mean, bro. Like, there's outliers, but for the most part, fucking seasons in like society, from what we've seen and it's prevalent in culture. Like these stereotypes usually name the worst fucking white person dish. Put in the Q and A's. That you've ever had. What's the worst fucking white person dish that you ever had, bro? Fuck, probably funeral potatoes. Oh, you don't like those? They're kind of like scallop potatoes. Yeah, I like them when they're fucking made good. But <laughs> when they're fucking made with fucking cream of mushroom and fucking no salt and fucking the potatoes are rock solid, that's ass. Yeah. Eh. It's not too bad. Most of the time, I'm trying to think. Damn, because those few, I've had worse, I think. I've had some fucking, like, mashed potatoes that were made with dill. Like, they sprinkled dill in there, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like they were mashed potatoes either. It was like, they were cubed, but like a little bit was mashed. Oh, where they did it where it's like the rustic mashed potatoes. I don't fucking don't like it, though. Where there's like some mashed, but then like hard pieces. But I'm talking full fucking, it was like potato salad, but just mashed potatoes. Where there's cubes of fucking potato in there. Yeah, that. Do you like shit. potato salad? Yeah, I fucking love potato salad. My mom's potato salad's fucking bomb as hell. I don't know if I like it, bro. I always eat it, and I'm always like, "There's got to be a better dish. There's got to be something different." Do you like mac here. salad? Uh, it depends, because sometimes it could be like too sour. But have you had good mac salad like that you've liked? Because if that's Maybe. the case, you probably just don't like egg and mayo. No, I like egg and mayo because I've had egg. <laughs> I put mayo on my sandwiches. And okay, shit. so there's no way you wouldn't like like my mom's potato salad because it's literally egg and like mayo and fucking potatoes, which you also like. Yeah, and bacon, which you also. like. Oh yeah. So it's like those are there's no way. Does she put this. mustard in there? No. Maybe that's the fucking component that I don't like because traditional uh, potato salad has mustard in it. No, my mom puts fucking jalapeno juice in there. Oh, okay. And pickles. Pickles are another thing that's traditional in there. And jalapenos in there. Oh, wow. My mom will fry like jalapenos, chopped jalapenos with bacon and yeah. fry them together. And then put fire. that shit in there. It does sound fire. <laughs> but, and then it's the same thing for Maxal, just with macaroni noodles. Yeah. So maybe it's the mustard though for you, for sure. Mustard is ass. Whoever doesn't like mustard, please let me know. Fucking send a DM to Mike. Do you like mustard though? I don't even really fuck with mustard straight up at all. No. I don't like mustard really. Bro, I'm trying to like. I don't even really fucking like ketchup. This is what I did, bro. I got a hot dog from Costco the other day. I tried putting just like a little quarter bit of mustard to like just try it. I'm like, maybe I just, maybe this is one of those things that I got to get used to and I'll start trying mustard. Nah, I was fucking ass. Mayo shits on ketchup and mustard. And if we're talking condiments straight up. Ranch and barbecue sauce, absolutely fucking shit on ketchup and mustard. 
as condiments. And I know that's a hot take because ketchup and fucking mustard are the goats. Yeah. They're the condiment. You think of condiments, they're the kings. They're the goats. But I would much rather have fucking ranch and barbecue on anything that you can put fucking ketchup and mustard on any day of the week. I still am a ketchup stan, personally. But I agree. I think they're really good. Like ketchup's, yeah. I mean, ketchup's better than fucking mustard by miles. Oh, dude. But it's like, when you, if you were to ask me, like, would you rather dip these tater tots in ketchup, mustard, barbecue sauce, or ranch? I'm dipping in ranch. Then if I run out of ranch, I'm dipping in barbecue sauce. And then I run out of barbecue sauce, I'm going to ketchup. And then mustard is like, I'm, if I still have fucking fries by that point, I'm just eating the fucking tater top and yeah. the fries alone. I'm not even going to dip them in the mustard because it's just like, let's make this fresh potato taste like it fucking came out of Oscar the Grouch's asshole. That's funny, bro. Yeah, no, I personally am like, I love ketchup. Would you go ketchup and then ranch? As a condiment for dipping like tater tots in? I don't know. Cause like, nah. I always reach for the barbecue sauce before the ranch. If I'm like, I'm thinking about it now, I'm always a fucking barbecue sauce first and then ranch. Really? Yeah. So like barbecue guess- sauce is fire, but bro, I, th- dude, ranch is just like, dude, ranch is the shit, dude. <laughs> like Wingstop ranch, Chili's fucking ranch. Like, yeah. Those are the only two places I would say I'd probably put it ahead of everything else. Because those are two of the best. Because Sweet Baby Ray's barbecue sauce is fucking fire, fire. Yeah. But even like I'd a Hidden Valley Ranch over a fucking oh. Sweet Baby Ray barbecue. Nah, definitely not. Like I'll definitely get Hidden Valley Ranch. What's that? Have you ever had a Hidden Valley Ranch with the packet? Yeah. That shit's flame, bro. I've had it, man. Still, I, I, I don't know why. I'm just like, I just love ketchup so much on everything. And I'm just like. I'd rather just go ketchup, barbecue sauce, ranch, and then there. Ranch is third? Yeah. Holy shit. That's crazy. We're talking like, you know, fucking Chick Hicks and fucking Dinoco and Lightning McQueen at the fucking Piston Cup here, man. Yeah. Like they're close, close. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. For me, it's like not close. It's like ranch is fucking next fucking level. Like I'm nutting my shorties. And then, like, yeah, I guess I'll fucking dig into this fucking other three fucking shitters. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. But that's where I'm at. Should we call it? Two hours? Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys, for uh, listening in. I know this one was a longer one, but we wanted to give you guys something to chew on or fucking let your ears still continue to melt. But uh, the whole reason is because we're not going to be doing this for like a longer period now or I guess I shouldn't say a longer period but we're going to take a little bit of time off we're going to get some things together and we're going to try and revamp the show I guess as, as you would say into something a little bit more better yeah just a little bit more just fuck man I'm trying to go from fucking McDonald's burger to fucking Chili's burger Shake Shack oh Shake Shack trying to go from fuck McDonald's to Shake Shack you know so if you guys fuck with that or understand my fucking analogy, share the show. I appreciate you guys. Love that you guys uh, are interactive. Follow us. Do all the stuff. I'm sure Mike will be active on the Instagram and stuff. Uh, he'll probably po- put a post tomorrow. Like it up. And yeah, if you guys honestly really need anything, if you have my number, text me. But if you don't, 
It's all good, man. I'm fucking living my life without you, so. 100%. Yeah, anything else, Mike? No, I think <laughs> D said all that was needed to be said. Um, thank you guys for listening. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this pod. Hopefully you listened to all the viewpoints and, you know, went along the way. Hopefully you made your own decisions along the way and disagreed with us is the hope. Yeah, that I way hope you guys so. can talk some shit back to us and let us know how much you hated it. <laughs> but on the real, uh, hope to talk to you guys soon. Uh, we'll catch you in the next one. Off the rip. Let's go. Like home, I wanna go back home.